0: Turn on the Jets Film Room. Starring Joe Blue. He overpursues, needs to dive at the ankles, which he does sometimes too much. Roberts is playing really well this year. You're wrong. Providing you comprehensive film study on the New York Jets. Howell sees that the playside gaps are clogged up. That was a really impressive play right there. That's that's like the little stuff you see on film. Turn on the Jets Film Room is now in session. And you are listening to another edition of Turn on the Jets Film Room. That would be the last time you hear that intro. Uh, I promised, or Marcus said, he promises that he'll come down to New Jersey or come over to New Jersey <laughs> and beat the living crap out of me. So I, I have to uh, to get a new one. Um, so that that will get done for, for Marcus. But uh, we're having some issues right now. Um, but we're semi-excited to talk about this game, I guess. Uh, I, I'm not full of energy just because I know what's coming right now. Um, But this is the 13th edition. We do have to get through it. We have to talk about some of the film. Uh, Hopefully, you know, the Jets improve. We don't have to do too many more bad games in a row. But the Jaguars are coming up on Sunday, so I'm not predicting a really pretty show next week either. But obviously, before we get into it, the normal spots, you can find us, TOJ space film space room on iTunes, YouTube, turn on the Jets, uh, subscribe there. Uh, Leave reviews and subscribe, please. I say it every single week. It helps us out more than you know. Uh, you can email the, uh, me at for questions. If you well, if we get a couple, we'll answer some. Uh, Blue at Joe, T-O-J at Gmail. Um, I'm on Twitter at rb 31 Marcus is on Twitter at PatchMC42. And we did get another review this week from, I don't know if it's PA Page or Papa g 25 but he gave us a really nice review and, and uh, left us five stars, so we appreciate that. And like we said, um, after maybe 50, every 50, maybe every 100, or yeah, every 50 probably gave away a T-shirt uh fly you out to Texas. Marcus will show you around for a weekend and hang out with you go all weekend. But uh Marcus now what's up? Hey no much man what's going on? Um I think you know. We talked for a couple minutes before the, uh, <laughs> the show started and uh, you you know what's up. <laughs> yeah
1: unfortunately I do know what's up.
0: Yeah so um but yeah it's it it, it was a bad week. Oh yeah and shout out to uh Greg Renoff who actually sent me this this uh new jack city shirt so you could so you could see it. Um, appreciate that from Greg. Uh, I'm not going to tell people not to send me stuff, but if you do, hey, it is what it is. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But, uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but I appreciate Greg. He's a he's a big time supporter of the show. Um, you know, is one of those guys who likes every single tweet I throw out. He's a good dude. Um, but yeah, let's let's get into this. Um, it was ugly. It, it was really the tale of two halves because it was really pretty and then really ugly. It was it was really pretty in some aspects of the first half. The first half there was still. Obviously, some some issues, you know, Tremaine Johnson, Claiborne. It's another one of those games. You look at the stat sheet. Yeah, it was a pretty good game, but you really break down the film, and he got beat multiple times. Um, there were some penalty issues again. So, we're, we're going to get into it all now. Uh, as we do loss, we do duds. Hopefully, you know, we don't have any more of these shows. We start off with duds. But uh, for my third dud of the game, um, I'm going Sam Darnold. Um, 15 of 31, 169 yards. Zero touchdowns, two interceptions. One of those interceptions was with 15 seconds left, so I'm not gonna like ding him too much for that because he's just trying to make a play, through the ball up to Robbie Anderson to double coverage. He was trying to make something happen uh, to get a touchdown right there. Um, but yeah, he's he's my number three. So Marcus, your thoughts on Donald overall? will bring up multiple multiple plays of him to show why he struggled and a couple plays where he he played it pretty well.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, at times he played well, but he was definitely very inconsistent. This game, and, and you could tell that the speed of Cleveland's defense, especially up front, you know, with all the, the blitzes and the sunset that, that they came with, you know, gave him some problems. They, you know, a lot of the plays, particularly on some of the rollout plays or the next, which I was not running that, that they would throw, you know, they couldn't, he couldn't get them off, uh, get the playoffs because, you know, Cleveland was, you know, the defenders were in his face. So, um, I mean, yeah, he had kind of like a below average game, you know, this, this week, especially when you're. And it's hard for him just just because the offensive line isn't blocking great and he probably has some opportunities, especially versus man coverage, where he probably could have made some throws, but yeah, he just you know, he he's running for his life, you know, like we we've been talking about now for two weeks in a row. So he can't really get any players off it. And you know, that you know, we put it all on Sam you know, but it's it's a lot more that goes into it where they, where they can really help him and they really don't.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's it's for sure, too. With a little bit of coaching, we had some issues with a little bit of the defense. I had some some issues with, and like this play, some people talked about another bootleg throwback type of type of deal to um, you know Herndon here, who's lined up as a as a fullback, H back, whatever you want to call him. Um, and maybe he can get rid of the ball a little bit sooner um, than he does right here. Where if he, if he was to throw it right now, maybe it could it would be open. But he did have some pressure in his face, and he had to um, you know obviously throw while kind of fading backwards. So it's a little bit. Not as a strong throw as you want it to be, but this is—I think this is more of a great play um, by Ward right here, who is just the, the eye discipline here to to shuffle in the right. open field and just keep his eyes on Herndon and, and then recognize the play. I thought that was more of a great play by Ward, um, but maybe you want to see Sam Donald get the ball a little bit um, out a little bit earlier here, Marcus.
1: Yeah, what I would like to see is there be a read off of off of this play, okay, if there's pressure in my face, because he's got two guys open right in front of his face. I mean, he can, he can throw the flat route just to get uh-huh. the ball out, or he can throw the seven route, you know, that's right there, you know, put it in a hole. Yeah. So, if you know, if the throwback isn't there just because of pressure in your face, you know, make that be it's, – it's just like going through your progression, okay, well, your progression starts at one, but if you got – you know, with the, the throwback, so you let that be one uh, and just work your way over – you know the reverse way as opposed to going you know the opposite way i mean i'd like to see that i mean it's not that it's not possible cuz he's already rolling out that way but i don't know it, it's it's just hard to run these kind of plays when blocking up front you know mm-hmm. you you're not you're not you don't have the ability to do that so it makes it difficult to run those kind of plays all the time
0: yeah and listen i thought the first game he was really good i thought the second game he was okay um, there were some moments where people dropped the ball, didn't help him. So I thought he was okay. The first, the, the second game, which is, you know, good for a, for a rookie quarterback. Um, at least in my opinion, in this game he struggled and it's going to happen. He's 21 years old. He's the youngest quarterback in NFL history to suit up week one, right? Um, 21 years old. He's, he's going to struggle. If you thought he's going to come in and be Joe Montana in three weeks, especially playing, um, with not that much talent around him, he has decent talent r- around him, but especially when you're playing guys like Quinn, uh, and like Wake rushing you, and then when you're playing guys like Miles Garrett, who's a freak of nature, um, right. you're, you're going to struggle a little bit. So we, we have to expect this stuff. It's going to happen. It's going to happen next year, too. He's really young. Um, but people are like, Marcus, there's already people on Twitter like, oh, my God, we should have picked Rosen. We should have picked Allen. Look what he did. Like The overreactions are, were, were crazy this week because he had one bad game against – I remember a couple of weeks ago we went through the defenses and actually like kind of ranked them. I think the Browns are right right in that in, in that five six area where you're going Jags oh, yeah. Jags, Rams, Eagles, Bears, maybe Browns are five. They're they're yeah. right there. So Yeah, no, they're no, they're in there.
1: And they, they're loaded on, on defense. They I mean they really are. So mm-hmm. you can't you know, you can't look at Cleveland anymore as the Cleveland of old. You just honestly can't because they have a lot of talent on defense. The coaching mm-hmm. is there, you know, they've got football guys making decisions now, which they should have done, you know, years ago. So they're doing a good job of putting pieces in place, you know, so they can have a competitive team every weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And this is this is one of his his um, his bad plays. Another another play action bootleg, and this this is one of the throws where he's he's one of his problems so far. He's locking on a little bit too much, and yeah, Tomlinson looks open here, and he is open here. If he leaves him, this is probably this is probably a catch. Yeah, um, I understand. There's there's a you know defender. Um, Right there at the edge of the screen. So one, it's a bad throw because it's behind him. So you don't want to see that. Schobert drops. Luckily, but look how open uh, Herndon is on this on the on the deep over. Herndon is is wide open. And there's nobody. Right. I checked. I checked the film. There's nobody um, over top or anything like that. So this this is pretty much as open as it gets in the NFL. And he and he's locked on to you know what looked like. Let me see if that's his. Maybe his second read. Maybe he's reading the flat right there first, and then he and he went. Right. Yeah, so it's a second read, um, and he misses Hernan wide open. So he needs he, I think he was a little bit panicky this game and just locked on to some guys.
1: Definitely see that. for example of that? Because you're right, Hernan's running wide open down the middle of the field. You know, all he has to do is really kind of give him a give him a throw towards the pylon and straighten him up a little bit more in a six. I mean, because there's no one in sight. No, there wasn't. Uh, but, there, but these are. I mean, but like you like you said. He's a rookie. You know, these are things that he'll learn. You know, and that he'll see not to get locked in on one guy, and and he'll understand that. And you know, the more he plays, you know, the more he, you know, and the more experience he gets, the more he'll see that. He'll start to get that. You know, get these kind of things.
0: Yeah, please, because I can't take people saying, "Oh, you really like Donald's <laughs> number one quarterback." It's like, dude, he, this is his third week in the NFL. He's twenty one years old. What were you doing at twenty one years old? Like, it's like, All right? <laughs> I, you know, so it's it's kind of stupid, but. That's why we don't really. I see some tweets, and I'm like, I want to respond to you, but I know it's gonna get into like a 20 minute thing. I, you just, it's, it's really not worth the time. Um, no. Like some guy I told no. you that last week was like, no. oh, Baker Mayfield's better than Sam Darnold in every single way. I'm like, all right. Um, and this is another, it's another one. Uh, bottom of the screen, you have a uh, trips formation, and it's another sale. I would I would say sale concept with that three level read to the to the sideline with the, with the two outs, and then the we uh, won't call it a bench route. Um, and he misses um, Anderson right here, and this is why Anderson this game too he looked a little bit lax. There's a couple of times I think he's getting a little bit frustrated. He is one of those players who doesn't get the ball. He is going to get frustrated. And at this point versus this, it's a it's a Tampa two defense. Um, he needs to he needs to see Anderson at, at this point open. Where if you look at when he throws the ball to a Nunwa, um, you have that defun defender in the curl to flat and in the hook the curl. And right. Anderson is. This is again. This is wide open in the NFL, so he needs to either um, just go through his right here because the pocket is is pretty clean. Um, so this is another misthrow by by Donald to to Anderson.
1: Yeah, that's definitely a misthrow. And here's my thing. I can understand if, and I'm talking about Robbie Anderson. I can understand getting frustrated if you're. You know, if you're on a level where you're like the shut where you're like Hopkins or like somebody like that where no matter where the ball is being thrown, he's gonna catch it nine out of ten times. You know, if you're on that level and your route running ability, you know, allows you to get open on any route, but just because you you don't get the ball on one throw or two throws, you know, throughout the game when you have all game to get open and the majority of the time you have trouble doing that. So when you're running deep, you can't get frustrated with that. You know, and you have to he has the bill we all know that Numa is his guy. That's the one that he just, you know, out of all the receivers, he probably trusts Numa first, curse nice. second, and Robbie and whoever else is, you know, at the bottom of the totem pole. And in order to get those balls, you got to show him that he can trust you, and that, you know, if he makes the throws, whether you're open or not open, that, you know, most of the time you're gonna come down with it. So he can't get frustrated with that, you know, and he has he has to understand that Sam is growing into the position and trying to understand what's going on, but he's got to establish that trust with him in order to get those balls or to get more balls.
0: Yeah, and I, I, and for me personally, I think Sam Donald is going to, um, you know, start looking downfield, start taking more downfield shots. It's, like I said, this is his third game. So I think it's going to happen. You're going to see progressively more shots down the field. While we will talk a little bit about the coaching this game in a little bit, but two throws of, of 15 yards or more is that's no way to win in the NFL. You're limiting yourself. No. Um, severely. Um, those play actions, those screen, the run game is not benefiting from that. There's just no way. And there, there were two plays that I put in here that were good plays. I believe only two plays, but I just said in chronological order. And this is the the great Sam Donald. This is the athletic Sam Donald, where it's um basically I don't know if I don't I I guess called a naked bootleg, and. That, that athleticism right there to, one, recognize that, that free defender um, off of the edge and to plant his foot right there, right there, drop his hips like that, and avoid it um, was fantastic. Then he continues rolling out and then makes a great – probably a little bit too risky. Maybe I want to see a little bit more heat on it, maybe a little bit more towards the sideline. Um, but it still gets completed to, the, to uh, Um So I thought this was a fantastic play from Darnold. So you, you still saw some good from Darnold. Just overall, it was a negative game.
1: Yeah, no, this is a good play, and, and this is what, you know, this is exactly what we saw when he was at USC. It's the same, you know, it's the same thing, using his, his ability to get mm-hmm. loose and, and you know, be able to make a throw. In. But the thing is, in the NFL, you, and I, I'll probably have to say this every week, you can't live like this every week in the NFL. You just can't. I mean, for one, you're going to lose games. Two, you're going to end up getting Sam Darnold injured. That's just what the NFL, you know, the NFL game is. Why would you even say those words? <laughs> I'm just saying because eventually the more he does it, yeah. you know, even, even when you watch like Aaron Rodgers or you watch Alex Smith or somebody like that, they use their ability, but it's very controlled. And it's only on certain plays, you know, they're not running for their life seemingly, you know, play after play after play, uh, you know, in passing situations. And it just seems like, you know, every, every other play that's, that, you know, the just decided to drop back and pass. Unless it's a quick string, you know, Donald's running for his life, and you, you know, you just can't you can't win like that. And it's hard to play like that every week, you know, or, or mm-hmm. you're putting him at risk, uh, you know, to get injured. And that's you know, that's just the truth of the game, you know. It's like this play right here. He's got four guys flying around him. He, he ends up squeezing through and making a great throw. But I mean, I mean, God forbid. I mean, why why does it have to be like that every single time? Where he's having to scramble out run for his life and then you want him to dial back in, see what's down the field, and you know, and try to complete the throw. It's just it's hard to do it's hard to do that week in and week out.
0: Yeah. Um and Cruel clearly just missed completely missed his block right here. There's there's just he's he's actually not a good pass blocker. From what I watched when he was in Cleveland, he's uh, he's just not very good. He doesn't he's not really too dedicated to the to pass blocking as well. I think this was kind of looks like a lazy attempt right here. Um right. But your, uh yeah like you said, entire
1: body in front of him and cut
0: him. <laughs> yeah you're literally you're basically like oh laying him like hey you know just right. just take that that open hip right there just go right. by. if you're gonna um, cut him
1: if, if you're gonna cut him go ahead and cut him he's so worried about getting out on the route and you can tell that just from the lazy cut yeah uh, that he misses the block you know your your first job is the block
0: and you know then get if, out, yeah.
1: yeah if you don't have anybody pick up then get out you know get out of release so
0: yeah and the thing the thing like you said with with donald rolling out all the time listen i like some play action and some right. legs Some, but some <laughs> there because you're severely limiting the offense. You're only giving him one side of the field to read. Like there was a play, which is a good example of using both sides of the field and staying in the pocket. There was a play, um, where that that really nice catch to uh, throw and catch from from uh, Baker Mayfield to um, Jarvis Landry. They basically ran, uh, you know, two concepts. Where they ran, they ran a. Sh- um, a, a vertical and a seam route on the one side, um, which is like mm-hmm. a man beater. And then you had a drive route uh, from, from the, um, uh, field side. So they had like two different types of concepts working, you know, on both sides of the field. Um, whereas with a, you know, rollout, you, you're only, you're limiting yourself to one side of the field. Else you want to throw across his body. So you're, you're operating on half the field. Right. Um, so it's good sometimes. It can't. It can't be ninety percent of your offense. Just like screens can't be ninety percent of your offense. You need to open up the playbook a little bit more. Listen, he's gonna ha- take his lumps, but they, they need to open up the playbook. When we'll talk about that. But uh, and this and this one right here, it's another just you know two by two twin set like a inver- a tight inverted slot. And again, so Herndon is, and this is just a cover three, and not Herndon. A is open here, but a is open now. A is open not open now right you know like it's that split second so when he sees that when he sees this this uh you know corner um exit or or exiting on his on his exit angle to the sideline and his in his uh, curl to flat he needs to recognize that he's open right here but he he waits just a, a split second too long and the ball gets almost almost intercepted but it's a passive flexion. so um, right
1: right and another yeah and another part of that play which you know he'll grow into is You know, when you watch veteran quarterbacks like the and like the, I mean, even if you look at the Fitzpatrick's or you know, obviously like Drew Brees, you know, Rogers, we always talk about those guys. Uh, Look the corner off. The corner, the corner's got flat responsibility. Yeah, Donald's so locked in on the new wall, The corner doesn't even move. He's he's got a flat route, you know, on the outside of him already. You're never supposed to get out leverage, you know, if you've got the flat area. You know, just take a peek over there to the back. Make the corner make a move, and now. Mm -hmm. You're 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 actually throwing, you know, you're actually giving a new more more space to be open, and now you can put that ball in a different
0: location because now you just move the guy out of the zone. You know, and we just- and we saw that with the Lions, though the, the on the nine route to Robbie Anderson, he there was actually a running back. I think he's a running back going to the flat, and he flipped his hips that way, just like a quick rehitch right. himself to the to the uh, to throw towards the sideline, and it made that safety bite up. But this game, this is where you see that panic. This is this is why you could tell he was panicking a little bit because I've seen him do this. I've seen him. Pump this flat and then go to to a wall But he was so locked into his receivers because um, he was feeling some pressure and and he just he he was panicking this game. It like I said, he's he's young, so he's gonna bounce back. But uh, like you said that one to either throw that flat or at least look right. him off because that flat right. wide open at that point. You know, right. pump, pump pump the stop or the curl they and throw the hit flat. The flat because yeah. look at at this point, if he was to do that and throw right here, it's, it's one on, it's one on one with that, sa- that with that corner maybe, or, you know, even if he outruns that safety to the, to the sideline, it's one on one with 21 right there. Um, so yeah, it's, you don't, you don't want to see that. Um, but a couple more plays from him. And this is just, it it's obvious he had a bad game. I was watching him. He had a bad game. A lot of people knew he had a bad game. So <laughs> it's just, you no. Know, so, and this is another missed throw um, where I said, he missed the inside slot. So inside slot, Right here. So, I think that's... Um, it looks like a Noonwa's body type. Yeah, it's a Noonwa. Yeah. Um, and here we go. So, again, like, at this point, he... And I know number... Was at number 39? Um, he bites down on it because he sees that he's, he's coming open. But... Right. Out of the out of the break right here, and I and this is what I see. If you look back at Donald, he has a little bit of happy feet right here. He looks like he's he's starting to like, like I said panic a little bit. because he starts moving around. He really doesn't have to. Right. Um, where he if you just read this, he's 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 open right there. And you want to see the ball thrown here, um, because you want to see him recognize that that defense and these defenders in these in these um, you know shorter or or intermediate zones. So another one.
1: Yeah, it's another one, and, and I agree with you. You got a happy feet on that, like. Uh, I mean, moving a couple of steps, I get it, but you know, he's gotta see that and make that throw earlier. Because as you see, the windows are so small than NFL, I mean, you know, and we both know this, I mean the ball has to be gone, you know, before he even comes out of the break. And that's, you know, kind of what the good ones do. And, yeah. And the more he like I said, the more reps he gets, you know, you know, in game reps, we you know because it's hard to see this in practice. It's hard to, it's hard to simulate games in practice. The more he sees it, you know, the better he'll get at it.
0: Yeah, that's what they say. A lot of people say that um you know, if you see the window, if you see an open window, it's already too late. You know, yep. yeah. If you see the window, it's too late. You're already yeah. late. Unless, yeah. and, <laughs> unless it's one of those windows, like versus like Tremaine Johnson or one of these guys, right. the <laughs> who have been disappointed. I'm wearing the New Jack City shirt, and New Jack City has been a little, I would say, a disappointment so far. Um, so, and this is this is another one, and this is the this is the second to last drive for the Jets, and Donald drops back. There's only four rushers right here. Um, and again, he's <laughs> this route right here is wide open. It's that that is wide open, and he should see that's wide open. He's looking right at that. I don't know what happened. This is probably his worst play of the game. This was as open as it gets in the NFL, pretty much. Yeah. He releases the ball. You know, right there, it's good. But he releases the ball again. One super super late because um, you know the uh, the center is getting pushed back a little bit. Who Spencer Long has been a massive disappointment as well. Um, And then he just shucks the ball because, you know, okay, well, I saw him open now I'm kind of trying to make up for when I didn't throw the ball and just get it in there. And he throws the ball and it's, it's easy interception. That's as easy as it gets for the defenders. So. Yeah. And that's, he just, he's got to see that.
1: I mean, once he's on that back foot, the ball should be gone. Now the center, even with the pressure coming up the middle, you know, over long, the ball should be gone already. Once he's, you know, once he's on, on the back foot of his drop, the ball should be coming out. You know, Looking at the linebacker, the linebacker, the linebacker is already on top of number three. He's already deep, you know. He's already in his deep half, so you know you're gonna. He's gonna be, you know, high and on top. Throw it to the underneath, guy. You know that. I mean, those are the kind of things that, you know, as he as he plays, he's gonna have to see a lot quicker, and he will. He'll get it. You know, but they have to do this a lot more in you know, during the game, and not so much, you know, not so much reg- in regards to the horizontal game. You know, have a more vertical game. You know, right now their their game plan is everything is horizontal right now. So he, he's going to have difficulty when things are going vertical. He's probably going to have have you know he's going to have some some problems seeing things you know going down the middle just because he hadn't seen it enough.
0: Yeah, and this would be like this is this is a. The shell here is showing a lot of what it is. It, it, well, yeah, it, it it's Tampa two exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this this is day. pretty much
0: as easy as a pre snap <laughs> as it gets with, with this linebacker cheating back for that for that Tampa two coverage and so it, maybe maybe it's not Tampa two maybe maybe it's just cover two but you got to recognize that post snap that's that's pre snap okay I see look, I see Tampa two post snap okay it's now it's Tampa two the, right. the linebacker is opening up his hips to the strength of the of the of the play. And he needs to get rid of the ball right there. It's so, yeah. um, yeah, he that, that was a little bit of panic. And then the, uh, I think I, I have one more play. I don't even know what the, I guess this is the last interception. I don't know why I even put it up there because he kind of just threw the ball up, but I'll, uh, I'll put it to, you know, two interceptions in a row. Um, and this is, I'm not even going to kill him for this. It's just he just tried to chuck the ball up and get down the field with 15 seconds left. So, yeah, yeah, he's just, yeah, he's just trying to get, you
1: know, he, you, you want to have a chuck play to try to get in the field goal range. And that's what it is. Now, as opposed to going two by two, I would like to see the Jets go three by three and run some kind of vertical, you know, deep, deep sail or something like that where you can get to the sideline and get out of bounds. Because uh, sometimes in those zones, uh, the corner is either too short or he's too deep and you have a chance to make that play. As opposed to going two by two, now nah, it's just three on two on both sides. So yeah. everybody's covered. So,
0: Yeah, um, he, he for sure struggled. And those are, uh, we brought up, what, four – three or four or five plays that he just missed an open guy or threw the ball too late. So you'd never want to see that in 31 attempts, you know, five, six, seven, eight bad plays. So uh, hopefully he has a bounce back week. And honestly, if, he, if the Jets are just competitive this week um, against the Jaguars and he looks solid, I'll, I'll be happy. Even if his stat line is, you know, one touchdown, one interception, you know, 60% completion percentage, but he still looks good and he's reading the defense. and He's not panicking. He's not getting happy feet. He's releasing the ball before the receiver turns around to see it. Um then I'll I'll be happy. Because like they said too, if, if the receiver can throw see you throwing the ball on backward breaking routes, it's too late as well. Um so he needs to he needs to fix that. But my second dud of the game is is Sherman Johnson. Um the first game I think he struggled. The second game he looked good. Um but this game he he looked he looked bad. Um let me see. This looks like cover four. Um yeah. You know, look at, yeah, look colorful.
1: at Jamal Adams. Yeah, that's what it looks yeah. like. Quarters. Yeah, they're playing quarters.
0: Yeah. So, again, and you're going to hate this play because watch, watch what he does. And oh, yeah, hips to the sideline. And him. he's looking back. And he's looking <laughs> back. Yeah. <laughs> he's
1: he's doing both. Yeah. And I mean, luckily he luckily the ball's on the throne here. But yeah, I mean, it's you just can't even if you're going to shuffle. Okay, I get it, but you've got to shuffle especially if you're in cover four, you've got to be more inside, especially when you have two receivers on your side, because you're not going to have any help at this point. So you're you're basically by yourself. So go ahead and slide a little more head up the inside if you you just have to shuffle, uh, you know, so you're at least on top of the route in case you get the, the, you know, the post route. Now, if he runs a seven on you, if he bends it in and, you know, it runs a comeback or run a seven on you, then, you know, you just have to either speed turn out of it or or break Mm -hmm. back as best as you can. But, I I, just, I can't stand this coverage just because every DB I see doing this, it, they're either getting beat over the top or you're getting beat underneath. I mean, there's, you know, and I know, I know a Samuel, you know, made a lot of plays, you know, playing this type of coverage, but he only did it in his spots. This, you know, usually if you watch Asante Samuel, he's square to the line or he's squaring his pedal, and that's how he plays. And there was only a few times, you know, where, where he actually you know played this kind of technique you know this this is it's similar to, to three bell you know that's a change up it's not something you're supposed to do all the time but i mean yeah. the more he does this the more he's gonna get beat i mean because this i don't care who you are it's hard to defend when you're you've basically given the wide receiver a 2 way goal you know shuffling and you're yeah. looking back you know that you're gonna get beat you know every single time
0: yeah, and he's lucky. I think Tyrod. It looked like he had a little bit like, lazy of a of a drop back and a hitch at the at the um, you know at the end of that drop back right there. So he's lucky he overthrew him because he was beat by a good five yards total. Um, oh yeah, he, not, does, he just yeah, horizontally yeah. as well. So
1: yeah, he just doesn't complete the throw. I mean, look at watch his back leg when he's when he's coming up. He's coming forward. There's no explosion coming out to. Some percent. Yeah, you see no power. You know, he's just kind of throwing it up there. Yeah, looks you know, lazy. Yeah, he doesn't follow through at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because uh-huh. this is supposed to be six. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, every time, and that's exact. And both of these corners do that, and it's frustrating. The either the shuffle or the or the soft coverage with no hands on, with no squeeze, and looking back into the backfield. They're gonna get beat every time if they have time. Every single time, you if you're gonna look like I don't like looking back into the backfield at all. But at least be tighter or, or have hands on. Right back right now and it can go you're screwed right here you're done like it, he can do whatever he wants to you so all right he, he lost this from the snap as soon as he planned on on shuffling and playing it like this so the only like i don't i don't know man he's been he's definitely been disappointing the 2016 tape it does not look like the same guy as of right now it's three games in he has time to bounce back but you cannot see this for a corner who's making 15 million dollars a year it's just you, you can't do that so
1: no i mean you you I mean, we everybody expects a lot more than this, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, I mean, he technically he needs to go back to work. But he needs to get out of the habit of, of of getting, you know, of shuffling and getting into that like locking his hips up to the sideline. He needs to get out of that. That's that's to me, that's that's doom for any for
0: any DB, you know, he's, when you're covering. He's long and he's strong. I don't know why the Jets coaches are not telling the press more. Get in their faces a little bit. I. But, I Right. I, I do not like coverage where you're not getting on. And if you're not getting on, then play seven to nine off, seven to 10 off and give me those read steps and, um, and play it like that. But when you're playing in, in no man's lamb, you're giving fr- you're, if you're up and press, you're not giving uh, releases. And this play I actually hated because I hate when guys celebrate after they, uh, after they get beat. And it, we talked about this at buster screen and he, I don't, I didn't get the celebration. He, did, he basically just stands there like a statue and just doesn't move. Like he, 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 he forced this. Right. And, um, this was cover one, and again, he's playing, okay, so he's playing that, you know, eight, nine yards off, eight yards off, um, but he's he's already getting into his backpedal and kind of goes into almost like that shuffle again, open right. this really early, which you're not allowing yourself to drive back on the ball, um, and he's beat easily. if Tyron. Oh, yeah. If Tyra didn't suck, this is an easy completion on you. And then he celebrates after. So, like, what are you doing, man?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you. I can't I can't stand this. I mean, but like you said, he's so used to getting into the shuffle. You see the hesitation? Yeah. I think that's Landry. He doesn't, Landry doesn't even really make a move. I mean, the only thing he does is hesitate. So, now – He's running you, straight up. Yeah. So, <laughs> now you go into the shuffle. What if Landry decides to – you know, give him a double move or take off like he's done. Oh, he's toasted because he's already he's already broken down. You know, because he's worried about shuffling as opposed to taking your recepts and your pedal, gradually getting into it, and then breaking down. You know, breaking down on the route or breaking you know breaking up if he's running a vertical bro- route.
0: Yeah, and listen. and Landry is a guy who he, listen. He's really quick out of his route. Like I said before, I'll, I'll take quick at a burst out of routes over top end speed. But it's not like he's a top-end speed guy here, too. And as a defensive back, you know, I know when you were playing NFL, you're looking for their body language. Look how straight right. up he's running right here. Is he, is he really selling that drive face to go down the field right now? Right. right no, here? not at all.
1: I mean, so if I'm in my pedal, my pedal, and knowing that I'm a little faster than him, I'm taking my and I'm in my pedal now. Now I'm just in, you know, I'm kind of on cruise control in my pedal now, waiting on him to break, you know, at that point. Because I know he's not going to run by me. It's just a matter of is he going, you know, run a stop, you know, run a curl route, or is he going to run an out route? And you can tell he's running the out route just because of of the way he's stemming the route. I mean, he's stemming you at, to the outside, yeah. Uh, you know, coming out of out of that bunch, you know, that bunch set.
0: Yep, um, it, was, it was it was frustrating. Uh, he's been frustrating. I think Claiborne's been frustrating. Um, the pass rush has been a little bit better, but the Jets are also sending, you know, five six guys. Right, a lot, doing a lot of like
1: two. Yeah, they're sending like one or two extra so. guys. Right,
0: um, no doubt and there's been que- and, and the thing that I sold versus Baker and we'll talk about this actually cuz my number one dud is coaching. Uh I hated the coaching this game and I don't think it's good for my brand and, and good for my, for my image for me to be, you know, um while having some beverages texting Marcus Coleman about all my issues with the Jets during that game. <laughs> I was texting like a text back a couple days ago like uh you calm down yet? So uh I was I was frustrated to say the least and and, and a lot of it was the coaching man like like I saw a lot of either they were blitzing Tyrod, which you're blitzing, they're gonna, they're gonna go to their hot read so if you're blitzing off the, off the edge of you know the, 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 the slot from the, the right side, he's gonna read that inside slot defender on that side. Um, mm-hmm. So at least at least this coverage coverages replace guys so if you're blitzing there, he's gonna think that zone is open now, but drop somebody into that zone so if he sees it's open, then it confuses him or right. if you're just going to blitz, at least play in their face, but they were playing they were blitzing. And playing soft coverage, how does that make sense?
1: So- well, well, so well, sometimes you can blitz and play depending on the down and distance. Like if it's third and eight or something like mm-hmm. that, then you can kind of get away with playing soft because you know it's got to come out quick. Uh, the only thing with that is, is when it comes out quick, you have to make the tackle immediately. Uh, so depending on the down and distance, playing soft, you know, with, with pressure isn't that bad. If it's anywhere from you know third and one to like third and six, I mean, you probably need to be in the guy's face. You know, you know as tight as you, it'll be you know yeah. as tight as you can and you know coverage wise so but that's that's kind of predicated on, on what you got in this
0: yeah obviously because if it's if it's third and ten you have room to make as long as you make that tackle you have room to get the ball out quick that's actually playing to your advantage but right. a lot of what was happening because because Carlos High was actually running all day on the Jets he was he was running pretty well he was set up in a lot of second and short and third and short situations they are still playing soft yeah. so mm-hmm. it, it it frustrated me the offensive play call we talked about a little bit. I understand they're trying to to be a little bit conservative with with Darnold, but you cannot consistently just keep running play-action bootlegs because they're going to contain rush you. They're going to stay a little bit wider than they normally would where they're not going to penetrate the – let's say they're not trying to get inside the the C or B gap or whatever it may be. They're going to rush a little bit wider, so when you you come to break outside of that play-action bootleg, they're going to be right there in your face, and we saw it with Darnold. And – if you're throwing only two passes of 15 plus yards, they're gonna they're gonna squat and they're squat, they're squatting all day on Donald because they're either throwing screens or or um, you know like you said those horizontal reads that are really a, you know their their big emphasis of, of West Coast offenses. But you have to take deep shots to open up the underneath stuff, and the Jets have not been doing it um, on a second and three this game against the uh, the Jaguars. Even if you don't think it's gonna be completed. Throw a freaking fifty-five yard pass against AJ Bouye to, to right Robinson. with all the all the shit that's happening in the NFL nowadays. You're gonna get a penalty anyway because that's the right. NFL is absurd right now. Penalties. I, I feel I'm I'm gonna start like I, I don't know sending prayers and thoughts and money to Clay Matthews because I I have no <laughs> idea. I know right. Even even Will. Did you see the thing with William Hayes for the Dolphins where he yeah. tried? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Towards ACL. Yeah. Dude, I so. My uh, girlfriend's dad, he was actually a coach, uh I forget he's positional coach at Nebraska. Um, and he was saying like or he he's actually got a couple of state championships in high school football. He was saying that at some point he's, he he would like march his players off the field, like, get j the playing. Like, what is the point? It's 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 bad. It's if if this if this continues to go in this way or even stays this way, I think players are gonna start um really voicing their opinions and, and sometimes walking off the field or not playing. I, I seriously think it's gonna get that bad because Players are now getting injured because they're trying to, to yeah. not land I mean, on a quarterback. Players are, getting, players are getting injured. And I mean, for example, if you look at the, the
1: Clay Matthews hit last week, uh, you know, these plays are out, you know, they're determining the outcome of games, you know, mm-hmm. because, of, you know because of these penalties. I mean, and even, even though the Pittsburgh Tampa game turned out to be pretty decent, but like, come on, like four rough from the penalties and like two of them, I'm like, dude, like he barely, like he literally barely touched them. Like, seriously. The
0: refs so, wanted you to win that game, so you just uh, shut me out this week. So oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was sweating. Yeah, but I mean it was just so bad. And I'm like,
1: and I'm just I'm just looking, even especially on the first one, I think it was McCoy just pushed me in Roethlisberger and they caught a flag. I'm like, dude, the dude Did you see the one on JPP? I'm like the dude's two yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. I'm like the dude's two sixty, dude. Like seriously. He's two sixty getting twenty five million. He's gotta take it.
0: He's getting paid to take a few hits, dude. I think he'll be okay. Listen, if even if me, <laughs> I'm 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 185, and if I'm running full speed to tackle somebody, I can't. And I understand driving into the ground where they're kind of like scooping them when when they're scooping them and when driving them. And them up, yeah, that. right. But if you're physic, if I'm sprinting after you and I dive at you, how am I supposed to change my body and what I'm doing in mid air? Like if, no. if if you have cleats to the turf and you're driving, yeah. But if I'm diving, what am I supposed to do? So turning the NFL on, has to change. Spider Man. It's yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it, it's seriously, it's, it's it's out of control right now. The yeah, Jets haven't seen anything too bad, but like JPP, that one play, he's he's coming off the edge and he's just trying to get a hand onto um uh Big Ben. He slaps him in the helmet. And he gets a penalty. It's like, dude, he slapped him in the helmet. He's trying to grab him. Like, what do you want him to do? Like,
1: what do we right? Yeah, it's no, it, it's out of control. And supposedly the, yeah. the committee had their phone call last night. I think it was last night. Yeah. Supposedly they met with it last night because there were actually people on the committee that said, and I like how they phrased it, that they were uncomfortable with some of the calls. Like, dude, just say you don't like the call. They, they killed me with those, some of those, how they try to phrase it. Mm-hmm. But supposedly they had a meeting, you know, a conference call last night, and we'll see what comes out of it. You know, it, it's, you could yeah, anything change this season, though, or would it be would it be next well, season? No, they know? have to change it this season. The way that everything is going right now, they have to change it. Like, they have no choice. I mean, it's to the point where, like, even some of the quarterbacks are coming out like, okay, yeah, y'all going too far. Like, we appreciate it, but, like, yeah. it's too <laughs> – Yeah, like, now
0: it's, it's kind of going too far now. You you got to let them play. You, you really – like, I understand, you know, we talk about the defenseless receiver. That's a bunch of crap. I understand the helmet stuff. I, I get it. But, like, lowering your helmet to initiate contact, that's it's how you tackle most of the time. So, like, somebody posted a tweet the other day. It was, like, uh, I missed the real football. And it was just, like, like three minutes of hard hits in the NFL. I was, like, dude, I haven't seen one of these hits in forever. Like, I, yeah. I missed the oh, old no. Those kind of hits, no. probably since I was playing. That's the last time you saw them. i talking
1: about almost 20 years.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's uh, <laughs> it's bad. It's really bad. But uh, my third stud, and it was hard to find studs at certain points of this game. But I'm, I'm going to give it to Blau Powell again. 14 rushes, 73 yards, 5.2-yard average. Um, I thought he played pretty well. There's nothing like groundbreaking that he did, but he he moved the offense and this is yeah. just another, another tight zone. And he sees that the play side gaps are, are getting a little bit clogged up right there. Um, and he decides the, to, to cut it back. It looks like his aiming point is, is the, is the a gap. Yeah. So I'd call that a, a tight zone or inside zone, whatever you want to call it. And um, just a nice play to, to bounce it outside. And then he makes a nice play here as well to to uh, cut outside a number fifty right here. Probably t- he takes a pretty bad angle, but uh, right. still a nice job by Blapow to to bounce or to bend that run back.
1: Yeah, he was actually, in my opinion as well, one of the brightest spots. Just because, yeah, I mean, you talk about a five point two yard average. Right? That's that's pretty good. You know, you know, he didn't eclipse the hundred yard mark still. Fourteen carries, you know, seventy three yards. You know, that's still you know, that's still good, especially with that average. So, he – you know, he, for the most part, you know, in, in some of those plays he had, had to make on his own. Um mm-hmm. oh, for sure. Know, but he, yeah, but he – I mean, but he did a good job of, of uh, you know, finding space and getting yards. You know, that's, that's all you could ask for him.
0: Something yeah. actually I forgot to talk about with the coaching because um, we got into a conversation. Uh, what did you think about the – off? because the offense frustrated me too because you're up 14 points. And I thought the offense got super conservative this game. Screen – it was literally – Run, run, pass, run, run, pass. run, run <laughs> pass. I was watching. I was like, "Oh my!" And if it was a pass, it was a screenplay, right? For the most part. And it was. I thought the play calling was really, really conservative uh, on the offense as well. No killer instinct. I think I texted you that like, the team has no effing killer instinct, something like that. So, um, what do you think about the offense? Because I thought they got. I think they were soft. And they were playing not not to lose, and you play not to lose. Got some bad news for you. You lose.
1: Yeah, I think so. I, I think that is the case, and the, the game was too horizontal, like I said earlier, as opposed mm-hmm. to vertically. You didn't give anybody a chance to make any plays downfield, and I mean, you may have called some shots downfield, yeah, or, or called some plays where it allowed guys to get downfield, but it was, and I understand because they they weren't able, the, the offensive line wasn't able to block up the pressure, you know, the Cleveland Browns front. So you have to limit the amount of vertical plays that that you you know that you that you that you call. So I yeah. totally get that. But call it out of a different formation. Uh, come out in, in 12 personnel. Hell, come out in 13 personnel. I don't care. Like, oh, man. Even if, it's a, if it's a one-man route, it's just a one-man route. Like, who cares? I mean, yeah. chances are, you're gonna, everybody's going to stack the box because they're assuming that you're going to run. And now you got a guy that's like Robbie Anderson that's possibly one-on-one outside with the corner. You just, mm-hmm. you know, you, you just don't know how, you know, especially when you're talking about somebody like Greg Williams, he's going to put everybody in the box and he's going to leave his guy one-on-one out there. That's just what he does. And those kind of things, I'm surprised that they didn't do that, knowing, you know, what Greg Williams does. And, and this isn't anything new. I mean, historically, this is what Greg Williams has done, yeah. you know, as far back as, as I can remember, Um, you know, to tell you the truth. That that's just what he likes to do. Uh, So I'm just not a fan of the lack of creativity, you know, I should call it, uh, you know, on offense. I understand that Darnold's young. I get it. I know you're trying to just kind of work him in. But at some point, you got you to gotta open it up a little bit and, and let him go.
0: Now, as, as a coach for – you know, you're a coach. So, another question with – so, my thing is, like, I'm, like, kind of – there's – people take a deeper – like, need to take a deeper dive into this conversation about, oh, well, the penalties are on the coach. To an extent. Listen, there's no way Todd Bowles – Goes over specifically in practice to Isaiah Crowell and tells him, "Hey, after you score your second touchdown of the game, don't don't wipe your ass with the ball and throw it into the crowd." Right now, that's on the players. But with benching, with 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 playing time, uh, we heard that Todd Bowles was this disciplinarian. We then, and then after a couple of years, we heard that Mo Wilkerson was missing multiple meetings in a row, showing up late. I saw and. I'm just, I'm just, a, I'm a nobody, and I'm watching on film, and I see Wilkerson half the game not giving any effort, and he wasn't getting benched, and if he was getting benched um, for missing me- meetings, it was a quarter, wow, quarter or a drive versus like the Dolphins like a couple of years ago, wow, oh. it's a drive. Who cares? So, I think Bulls is a fake disciplinarian. Um, I don't blame him for. He tries. I see it in practice when I go. Um, fall starts all the stuff they do push-ups, but he can't tell. Hey. Don't. I'm sure he's not going to his guys and saying, "Hey, before before the ball is snapped, jump off sides here, or or have a false start penalty." So, in between the lines, that's the players. But once it comes to a certain point, I, it it does fall on the coach when it comes to playing time and benching. So, what's your overall thoughts? Because when Correll wiped the ball, to his ass. And I'm not just saying that, oh, well, you probably liked that at the time uh, that it happened once the Jets lost and you went back on it. No, I don't like to see – I don't like to see that. I, celebration's fine, but, but you're going to wipe the ball with your head. Like, come on, man. So, I, I didn't like that. But from a coach's standpoint, you know, from one coach to another coach, um, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about it? Well, I mean, ultimately,
1: it, it starts with the coach, and he has to set the standard, and he has to bring in the culture of – establishing discipline, Mm -hmm. you know, within the players. And you also have to have, you know, usually, you know, and I know it's just really on all the teams that I played for, the veterans are the guys that kind of, you know, led the way as well. You know, they were an extension of the head coach in regards to the the discipline and and how you conducted yourself after touchdowns or how you celebrated things like that.
0: Marcus, I want you to continue, but the problem with that is one, Crowell, veteran, two, Tremaine Johnson – on a third freaking down, again, he got beat by Jarvis Landry on the sideline. The ball was dropped by Landry because there's was a bad throw by Tyrod. He grabs the ball and shoves it into to, uh, to Landry's chest. Now, is that a soft penalty? Yes, it's a soft penalty. I think that's stupid. But at the same time, you have to know where you're playing and how soft <clears> the refs are. So he got a penalty. I think it led to um, – I forget if it led to a touchdown or a field goal or whatever it was. I don't think it did, but still, he gave he, – he let up a third down because he wanted to be, you know, do what he did. Um, right. So it's Shut the up. better he's doing well, it. That's kind of the problem too. Well,
1: yeah, well, that's why I say it starts with the coach. Now, yeah. after that, just like just like it is playing and executing the plays, at the end of the day, it still falls on the player in my eyes. I can come in and I can punish you as much as I want to. I can run you as much as I want, you, want to. I can do all of these things. But if you, in your mind, don't decide to take the initiative of, of having discipline, understanding that it hurts your team while you're out there trying to show out uh, and do something, you know, that's selfish and think that it's manly or macho or that you won up the guy that you're recovering or whatever it was. Uh, you know, that's on the player to you know he he's the one that's got to look in the mirror and decide that. You know, we 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 made it a point, even though Parcells was a disciplinarian, even though Don Capers was a disciplinarian. You know, the guys that I, you know the two head coaches I played for we took it upon ourselves to not get penalties because we I said that it would hurt us, especially when we're talking about on third downs, uh, you know, you know doing key moments of the game or uh, offensively when you're third, you're driving and you need a score and it's third and one and you jump out, you know, you get a false start. You know, that's where you, some of that mental toughness has to come in. And for me, that's what I – you know, that's what I coach. That's the main thing that I coach is mental toughness because that's what that is, having – you know, being mentally tough regardless of how tired you are, having discipline, making sure you understand what the situation is. And that's why I say the players are the ones that have to go out and do that. And I, just, like, I, just like I tell my guys, like, dude, my days in between the lines are over in regards to, like, playing. Like, I can't do it for you. You Just like I had to do and the, the guys that played with me or before me, you have to be the one to make the decision to be mentally tough and stay disciplined. You
0: know, that's, that's yeah. kind of on them. Yeah, and where, where uh, what like city do you exactly coach in? You know, Tucson, Tucson, Arizona. Okay, if you want to fly me out to Arizona and I'll be in charge of just running guys all day, uh, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll have that whistle and be that little, that little stupid white kid, one eighty five, running these guys for two hundred plus pounds and get pissed off me. I'll do it. I'll be happy about it too because. All right, I'm gonna hold you to that too. <then>, too. <laughs> you are getting freaking penalties, man. That's like well, my my job is to get crap from people. I'm I'm a cop, so I get crap from people all day. So people yelling at me it doesn't bother me at all. Right. Um, and that's our thing. That's their whole thing in the academy is mental toughness, mental toughness, and they're dumping your bags of stuff, crushing your lunch, throw on the floor, stepping on it, all this stupid stuff that they do. So uh, I'll run, people. I'm fine with that. All right. All right. I'm I'm gonna hold always in it. I'm good, I'm good with it. I don't care. I'm good with it. <laughs> Who the hell is this kid? Are they <laughs> <God>? <laughs> all right. But, uh, yeah, so Blau, Pal, this is this is another play. Um, this is an outside zone. And, again, he's seeing his, his first – Reed is, uh, it's it's this defender uh, or this outside linebacker who's uh, actually in a four point stance in the I would call that a six eye tech, um, and he again sees it's a little bit clogged up right there. Bounces back, bounces back again, uh, makes some nice cuts, some nice agility. It's not nothing. It's not like Le'Veon Bell like who I guess we can actually get into in a little bit, or we can talk about it now after this play. Um, but another nice run for Powell, 24 yards. He He's just solid. He's, he's always been solid. He's a good mm-hmm. pass catcher. He can block. He's willing to block. He'll, he's always falling forward for the extra yard or two. He's willing to take hits. I, I, I like Powell um, more than I like Curwell. Um, but, yeah, another another nice play. And then after that, you know, a lot of people are talking right now about Le'Veon Bell. We can get into it, I guess, a little bit, not too much because it hasn't happened yet And we break down Jets' film. Um, some people are talking about the Jets trading for him. Would you trade for him? Obviously, I think the franchise tag for a running back is 13 million, 14 million, whatever it is. I know it's the average of the five, the top five running backs. Right. Um, but, uh,. So he's holding out because he wants more than that. So obviously, you're paying him $15 million at minimum a year. He has, I think, 1,200 carries on his body. But the Jets have not had a, play, and I'm just going for both sides here. The Jets have not had a, a truly game breaking playmaker since who? Uh, Curtis. Truly game breaking. Now, don't say a but I, I, I like a a lot too. But I'm talking about game breaking talent. Maybe you could say Santonio Holmes, maybe Curtis Martin. Yeah,
1: that's why I say. Yeah, Curtis. Since we're talking about running backs. Yeah, definitely Kurt.
0: Yeah, so, and this is a guy too. He's not just a running back. I'm going to say right now, from the film I've watched on Le'Veon Bell, if he lined up as a receiver, he's probably the best route runner the Jets have. So he's the best. Oh, no receiver, doubt. No, right? no doubt. He can line up anywhere.
1: Whether it's at wide out in the slide, running yeah. back. I mean, he can really, I mean, he brings. He brings so much versatility to, yeah. to your to your, your offense that you now when when guys are scheming against for example, when they used to scheme against the Steelers, I mean, most of their game plan was predicated around Le'Veon Bell and where he was lined up and and honestly, I mean if you look and I'm just gonna throw this out here, I mean I know Antonio Brown is still kinda getting his yards, but he's not really getting his you know, getting his yards and catches like he used to now because mm-hmm. that extra that extra threat is gone. You know, and just, you know, just keep an eye on that because I know Tampa Hill, I think he only had a couple of catches against Tampa the week before that. I think he, no, I think he actually went off in one game, uh, but they still lost. But he still hasn't, he hasn't gotten as many looks, you know, since bill has been gone. And that's just kind of, you know, what I see. Yeah. To tell you the truth. So,
0: uh, even though they just have cap room, I don't know, man. I, well, I mean, another, is, 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 uh, another is, aspect of this argument is, his The carries on him, the money, the off-the-field problems, and the fact that he hasn't been playing, so he's going to get injured. Also, uh, Kamara, Hunt, all these guys who are productive in the later rounds. The Jets don't have an offensive line, so I, I see arguments of, of both sides of this. And Brown, by the right. way, first game 50 yards, second game 67 yards. So that's not Brown-type numbers.
1: Right. No no, 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 I'm definitely I'm with you on both sides. It's just hard for, I mean, with the exception of being, um, with the of being a pass receiver out the, out of the backfield, in regards to rushing, I don't know how much he could do behind this line. I mean, the Steelers line isn't great, but it's not average either. It's probably slightly above
0: average. Oh yeah, we're, I would I would say solid. I, I like their offensive yeah, line.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so. They bring a lot more in regards to like blocking mm-hmm. and understanding how Le'Veon runs because the way that they, they block now, they drive and they stay on their blocks then you know until he makes his move, you know, but they have to just because of his running style. I don't know if this group can do that, to tell you the truth. I mean now if we're talking about just running you don't
0: know or you know, you know.
1: I mean I know. I'm just <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't think this group can do those type of runs. Now we're just talking about running, you know, zone plays the entire time. That could be possible because now Le'Veon's kind of doing his own thing. You know, just uh, and you have an opportunity to decide where he wants to go, what holes to pick, and, and he has a vision to be able to see that. So oh, they could probably
0: –
1: yeah, he and he's patient. So that could probably – I mean, you could probably – that will probably work for a little while, uh, depending on how much better the line gets at zone blocking. Um, and they still have to do a better job of doing that. It's just hard for me to see him being productive, you know, behind this line, in this offense, you know, like he was in Pittsburgh. That's that would be my argument. I'm looking at if I'm laying on, I'm looking, I'm like, I mean, I know they'll give me the money, but I don't know. Like, like yeah, it'd be now, tough.
0: Like, yeah, I mean, it'd be tough. Now, let's say, okay, I, I can't, I'm trying to think of a team who's really good without like a star running back. Uh, you said without a star running back, yeah, team who's like play. Okay, so let's say the Eagles, they have they're a really good team. They have a good offensive line, and they're a team who's going to be a Super Bowl contender. Now, if they wanted to get Le'Veon Bell, I completely understand that. I would say cap room, all that stuff. I don't know. Right, um, but right. I feel but like I feel like running backs most positions are going to spend a lot or spend a high draft pick if you're if you're a running back away from from getting to the playoffs. The Jets are not that. He's right. even done being what he is in a year or two, and it's going to take a year a year or two for the Jets to be a real contender. So. For me, I, I don't, I don't do it. I rather invest that money into offensive line, into outside linebacker. But I right. do understand it opens up the offense for, Darnold to first legitimate, real threat the Jets have had in years and years and years and years. Even though I do like what they have now, but it's not Le'Veon Bell type talent. So
1: yeah, well, who, well, who, all right, just real quick before we move on, yeah, yeah, yeah. who, who out there really needs a running back like these Le- are a running back like Le'Veon Bell. I mean, all the teams because obviously Kansas City doesn't. Um, Are you talking about playoff teams? I'm just talking about, I mean, really teams in general. To tell you the truth, Jacksonville doesn't. Patriots don't. Dallas if doesn't. If the
0: Patriots get Le'Veon Philly, Bell, I'm not watching football anymore.
1: Philly, yeah, that won't. That'll never happen. Okay, uh, so let's go. Let's yeah, see. Uh, Patriots doesn't. Uh, the Redskins don't. Unless you want to. I mean, actually, the Red, the Redskins. Well, no, you still don't yeah. because you got AP and Chris Thomas. Um, is that right, Chris Thomas? Yeah, Thompson. So, yeah. So, eight, so Le'Veon going be waiting there. Well, I can see the pa- uh, the Patriots. I don't
0: think they have enough cap room, though.
1: I mean, they don't. Yeah, uh, the so Giants. Patriots Giants. no.
0: Cowboys no. Browns no. Eagles. I don't think they have a cap room, but I could. Who? Because they have what? Smallwood, Sproles. Like I, you know, I could see that, but I don't. I don't yeah. see it at the same time. Uh, uh, they're paying too many guys. Steelers gi- no. Well, Giants. Giants no. <laughs> Packers. I uh, know the Packers got Le'Veon Bell. Woo.
1: Yeah, but I, Jamal – Actually, but Jamal – What's Jamal's last name? Williams. Yeah, the kid from BYU. He's actually not bad. Yeah. He what they do. I don't think they, they make a move. Um San Diego, Bears, no. San Diego, no. Raiders.
0: Eh. Who do the Raiders have? Marshawn and... Marshawn and um, Richardson. Jalen Richardson's uh, is they, name. Yeah, but I don't know. But
1: they're I not know.
0: contenders, though, either. And then you have the Niners. Garoppolo just got injured. Yeah. Um, Seahawks. There's there's some there's, there are some teams. No, nah, they've no nah, they've got
1: they've got they've got Carson and Penny. They don't need they don't need Le'Veon.
0: Yeah. Um all right, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. habits. I'm not for it. I, I say don't do it. Um not that much money, not to that running back with that much that much miles on the tire. I think the coach um, should get him. Yeah, so and that's and that just rushes. He has a thousand two hundred rushes, I believe. Right? How many? Yeah, how many, how many ca- I think well, the one year like sixty seventy catches. So yeah, yeah. So he yeah. He's gonna be I done. Think- he's he's gonna lose that burst soon. It, it, it's 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 inevitable. You're getting hit by three hundred plus pound guys, two two hundred three pound guys. You run four fives. You're gonna lose some of that burst. I forget. Yeah, after, I, I'm twenty five and I slip on the wrong shoulder and I feel pain for two days. Like I can't yeah. imagine NFL guys. I'm with I'm with the Colts. I think the Colts should make a move for him. I heard Texans too.
1: Um, haha, you're yeah, right. <laughs>
0: but, they, got uh, the same,
1: they got the same problem The
0: Jess got up front, yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, all right, so let's let's move on to my, my number two is uh, is Quincy Nunois, um, four receptions, 57 yards. He made a lot of plays with that. Yak ability that I call it. And I'm just gonna show a couple of yak plays. It's really nothing even to uh break down unless you know whatever. But yeah, know. you know, it's another three by three by one gun set to the to the field side uh smoke screen and it's he just he just runs for a first down. It's not like he doesn't do does anything special here. So well oh, he, he does that, that tackle that he that he broke um from, from Schober right there, actually <laughs> that's not the best tackle attempt. But um
1: I don't know what that is. I don't
0: I, there's times like this where I watch plays and I'm like what exactly <laughs> happened? <laughs> like I understand he he deflected that that uh that upfield arm right there, he threw it away. So he did throw that down, but that's not a good tackle attempt. But um yes, yeah, so we had this play and then another one. So I'll, I'll show a couple of those, but overall what you, what do you think about uh No, I
1: thought he played I mean, I thought he he played well. Like you said the yardage was the the biggest thing. You know, he wasn't really able to you know, do anything vertically down the field. He was you know, most of his yards came off of, you know, these type of plays, whether it was mm-hmm. quick screen or something like that. So uh so he actually ex- you know he executed when he you know when he had the chance to. You know, there's not a whole lot more you can say about that, uh just because of how the game was played and, and what they call. But I mean, as usual, I mean we in even though it's only even though it's only what, four catches with fifty yards, I mean, but he had the, the the chance to step up and make some plays, he did. You know, like he's, like he's been doing all year, so.
0: Yeah. I can't imagine if they didn't have a one at this point because the offense has been the, the, you know, the disappointing part of this team. Even though the defense has to a certain extent. Um, right. They gave up, what, 17 points, 20 points, 21 points. But at the same time, you're watching players like Tremaine Johnson get burned. Claiborne got burned. So, should it be more? Yeah. So, you can't just look at that. But the offense right. has been the, the bigger um, – the bigger issue at, at this point and how many times on turnovers The Robbie Anderson, both the fumbles, there's teams starting inside jets territory, which is not easy for the defense um, to right. to to. So um, yeah, you got to hope the offense steps up more because it's, it's been an issue. Uh, last play of a new one that last play Spencer long actually got a, a pretty good block as he um, broke out towards the, um, towards the boundary another. And this is actually, Great play by frickin' Jermaine Curse right here. That's my boy. Um, basically, you know, he didn't take out two guys, but he led a nice block effectively taking two guys out of the play. Right. Spencer Long again got out, and <laughs> you love to see that at least. Spencer Long has been a disappointment where I think Spencer Long has been probably – I think Brian Winters has been playing better. I think Shell has been playing better. and I think Beecham has been playing better um and shell you know minus James carpenter uh has been probably the second worst offensive line on this team but this is a nice block you like to see guys get laid out like this so oh yeah Ooh. yeah there you go it's <laughs> a pancake yeah now what'd you see like as a db in the nfl when you played and you see you know i, I well he actually he wasn't db he's a linebacker but in the db spot you see screens like this and you see a 300 plus pound dude running out what are you doing
1: Shoot, you well, one you're trying to see what – the you have time. I mean, believe it or not, you do, even though it's moving that fast. You're yeah, you're trying to see <clears throat> you're trying to see where the whiteout's going, and you know, if he's going outside, you know, obviously you want to keep him from going outside and let everybody come back and get him in, you know, come back from inside, you know, from the inside to come make the tackle. But I, I was a little different just because I I was a bigger corner. So a lot of times I used to take on the old lineman and just um and you know, usually they expect DBs to either try to cut them or try to run away from them. And I would act like I was running away from them, and then just, it really, you know, just really get up in their chest and get my my, you know, try to get my hands on them and try to extend. So then lower those hips. Yeah, lower your hips and get that leverage. So now you got a, you know, a semi semi athletic offensive lineman out there, you know, trying to figure out, you know, trying to catch, you know, catch a little guy, and now I've got control now, so I can figure out what to do. So that's how I used to play it. You know, that's. Not against Marcus Coleman, Dan. <laughs> but you, you gotta remember when I was in college, I used to take our line all the time. I mean, that's what
0: I did, so I had to learn how to do it. <laughs> yeah, well, when you do that stuff, that's why you played in the NFL for 11 years. You know, yeah, you it's, have to learn how you have to, learn home, how to right? do it. You gotta do that stuff. That's why you were around, you know? Um, but moving on to my my last guy, um, Avery Williamson. He was quiet the first two games, but he, he played well this game. Uh, there was some stuff that was pretty open for him. Um, and were the reasons he got so many tackles. But, you know, you look at his stats, 14 tackles, sack and a half, one tackle for loss, two quarterback hits. I, I thought he played, um, you know, really well. And, and on this play, um, you see him right here. He's the, he's the mic. And what I like here is he, he's known as like a thumper, and he is a thumper. Um, but he also has some athleticism. And just him, I, I think the, the speed shows on this. I think the um, like the lateral agility to chase this play down. Um, was good Now he's not Keekly. He's not even Lee with his speed But um, I, I like this play Sifting through some traffic And then You know Laying the hit right there As the uh, running back He's going to fall anyway He was here, right. But I, I, I like that He was in position To make this play And then You know He does He, he lays a hit on him So um, Nice play from Avery Williams Right there to sift Yeah no I thought he
1: had I thought he was Probably the brightest Spot of the game To the truth Just with all the tackles But Yeah I mean really The the one and a half sacks uh, And the QB hits mm-hmm. uh, you know, that that did make a difference, you know, when he he got the chance to do it. And like you said, he is known as a thumper, but he's got speed, you know, going sideline to sideline. He can get there when he needs to now. You know, we're just used to seeing him up off the middle and, and taking on blocks and doing those kind of things. But, but he's got that ability to run side to side when he needs to.
0: Yeah, and I, I this is this is the plays that I saw a lot in Tennessee, and this is why I liked him so much. And I said he was my favorite signing that Jets made in the offseason Um, because of things like this. The the Browns are are running um, counter out of what uh, uh twelve, well twenty two personnel. Um, and I I like the fact that he he's never he's not afraid to take on on linemen, and he's strong. Uh, he gets he has a low base right there. Uh, good base. Look, that's low. You're getting low. He's low right there, man. Extension yeah. into the chest, and he takes on that um, you know that that lineman coming off the the combo block to uh. So this is a, yeah, a a combo block working to the to the backside linebacker, yeah. and nice play. It's just a nice play. It's power. It's it's the yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the extension. Um, it's the reading the the running back and the and his angle. So really nice play there.
1: Yeah, definitely a good play. That, that again, shows that sideline and sideline ability that he has. You by just being able to take on – taking on the line but you know, getting over there – because he gets over there quick. He reads it quick, and he's over there right mm-hmm. now, you know, taking over the block. So, even if he doesn't make, make the tackle, he's sealed off the hole. So, everybody else can come and make the tackle. So, I mean, this, no, this was a great play by him.
0: Yeah, blank down the name of that combo block. I, I – for, so, for me, this is called a, a deuce a, – a, a deuce block, but – um. Yeah, regardless, this is this is a lot of what I what I saw from from him. I'm gonna bring up a couple more plays, and I, I like him. I like his aggressiveness. I think a lot of people were saying that he, you know, he's bad in coverage and all this stuff, and this is why I don't love Pro Football Focus because I don't know. I am assuming that came from Pro Football uh, Pro Football Focus, but you know, he was taken out a lot on third down. That means he's a bad, right. you know, he, he's a bad coverage linebacker automatically because he's taken out on third down, right, Marcus? No, look at the film. And they substituted him for Jonathan Ciprian, who's a safety. So, is he better at coverage, right. or is Jonathan Ciprian, who's a safety, better at coverage? You know, so right.
1: well the way Ten- the way Tennessee played it, and I'm glad you brought that point up. It's nothing necessarily. Avery is better is bad in coverage. Yeah, uh, the way that Tennessee plays their coverage, usually they sub out whoever is the second, I guess the the least, you know, coverage, you know, covering linebacker, um, mm-hmm. you know, in mm-hmm. the lineup if you're going like dime or something like that, usually the safety gets subbed in anyway, you know, to take the linebacker spot. So that's, yeah. you know, in Tennessee, does, you know, they do a lot of that, especially when you got somebody, when you have somebody like Cyprian who can, you know, tackle as well, but is you know, a decent cover guy, you know, you can throw him in the mix as well. So that's what Tennessee did. And I'm assuming that's why people, just cause you take him out, doesn't mean he's a bad cover guy. It just depends yeah. on what personnel you have there.
0: Yeah. I heard that a lot. And I watched a film. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't get that whole narrative. Um, and I voiced my opinion on that. So, uh, and this is a, another play here. This is like the, the instincts where I, I think he's keen on that left guard again. And, and he sees him, he, he sees him pulling on that counter and he just follows it. Right. And again, another, another, um you know, another deuce block. And he's taking on um, Henry Anderson, who I think. I, so Henry Anderson has played so far better than I've expected. I mm-hmm. like how he takes it on. You know, he, he gives the, um the right tack or the, yeah, the right tackle, half of his body lowers his base. Um, and what you see a lot of, defensive line and do that technique where they're throwing their knee into the ground right there to lower their base. Right. Um, but again, Avery Williamson, he doesn't get as low this time, but he gets good hand position he gets extension and he, and he rips them. He rips right through, uh, clears right. his hips and is right in the, um, the running back's face and makes, makes a, a, a good tackle. A good hang on right there. He, he You know, he, hang on for dear life, but he makes a tackle.
1: Yeah. I mean, he does a good job. We call it, I call it reading the triangle. Um, you know, so he sees the block going around, and he's over there so fast, I don't even think, you know, the, the Cleveland lineman, once he gets to him, he's already – Avery's already halfway by him, to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, so he's got the opportunity to just continue to keep pressing the hole, you know, and ripping and running by him and making the tackle. So it's, it's a good job of him recognizing the play. And using existing.
0: There's so many freaking triangles that are mentioned in football, from the offensive line or uh, uh, like that, from the coverage triangles, from this, the, you know, the, the safety, the the linebacker, in the corner. And right. then there's li- and then there's a triangle of three fours versus four threes. Like there's a lot of triangles. Um, yeah,
1: I, I only use the triangle. I only use the triangle in regards to like my linebackers in the O line. I don't do all of that in the back, in the back end, because it gets it gets too confusing. You know, at times when you you got like four triangles and you, you know, like. <laughs> read all these triangles within three seconds. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I only, I only use it, you know, for the, for the interior line and, and you know, it, <laughs> for the linebackers. That's the, that's the only time I, I, I like to use it.
0: Yeah, I got you. Um, so, and uh, again here, so I would call this, uh, you know, another tight zone, um, at a gun set at 11 personnel and he's on the back side here, but and I don't, <laughs> I, the offensive lineman, I am not sure what happened to his body on this. If you look at watching, if I play it in fast motion, he kind of, I guess he's kind of just kind of like hop into him like a lazy type of block. Um, yeah, but again, another is. time he's taking on, getting low, good extension, good hand placement, takes on the the um, lineman and gets in on the tackle. But offensive lineman, I, it, I don't know what the hell happened. Is, no, to say is, the word I should. I was gonna say, but he this is he basically twitched. Words. Yeah, yeah, no, that's just, that's just bad footwork. I mean, because if you look at him,
1: he's going after him, but he's trying to figure out which way Avery's going, and Avery just – I mean, he doesn't even really give him a move. Just his movement side to side, you know, throws the lineman off
0: balance. That's just bad footwork by the old lineman.
1: Yeah, yeah. But... I, mean, that's, I mean, that's all that is. <laughs> yeah. I
0: literally put that in there. I was like, I don't think this is a great play, but it's kind of funny. Like, I don't know what the hell happened to him. It looked like – I, it, it looked like he lagged in madden or something like it just looked like, what the <laughs> hell are you doing man like why am I playing this game still <laughs> um but yeah and this is an, another one um he's a, he's a backside linebacker on on this play uh I would just it looks like a pretty much like a lead p- uh, pin and pull um yeah. and again it's like this is a big hole for him to cover but he he tracks him down well he's he's good uh form tackling maybe you want to see him him cross his helmet there um and you know in front of the of the um you know running back but still is able to to wrap him up and he doesn't get in for for uh you know that extra yard because Avery Williamson he's a strong dude so
1: yeah I mean in the I'm telling you like the more the more and I've seen this I mean I've watched this game twice already but the more I watch him like the speed and I know, I know everybody keeps saying he's a thorough, but if you look at the instincts and how fast yep. that he diagnoses the play, like he's over there. Like he's, he's almost over there as fast as – who's 58? Is it Darren Lee? Yeah. I mean, he's, all, I mean, he's right on, 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 on Darren's hip, like literally, mm-hmm. you know, when he's getting over there. So, you know, he does a good job of, of, of reading and recognizing plays, and it allows him to play faster. So now he can just go to a spot, you know, and get there and make the play like he did there.
0: Yeah, what did I say? Um yeah, I uh I wrote this whole write up on on him uh about how he was basically covering much better than people think is is a uh more of a coverage not not coverage linebacker is more athletic than people think has really good instincts is a, like has I, I whatever. It's like a, I wrote this whole freaking thing right here on my phone about like if you see that, yeah. the whole thing about <laughs> freaking That's what I do in the offseason cuz I miss football. And I start doing player reviews and write-ups and He's exactly what I thought he would be in, the, in this game. I think you're going to see this more consistently from him the first two games. He was a little bit quiet, but you, you have to get used to your role in a new team and get used to your new teammates, and he right. balled out this game. There's, it's just He played really, really well. Um, right. And this, this is another play of him uh, – or no, that was – hold on, hold on, wait a second. That was not him. Doing, <laughs> what the hell, 73. I just put on 73. Uh, oh, okay, okay here it is wrong 73 um, so this is just a hard hit and he's he's on he's in man here on the running back you could just you could just tell and the ball is it's basically an option type play where they're just pitching. I, yeah. I don't know what, exactly what this is called, but you see this a lot in the NFL where they're pitching it like this to the inside guy, trying to it's, open. I mean, up it's the just
1: defense. different version of shovel pass. You're yeah, saying. so
0: they're trying to just open. They're basically trying to open up the defense and then just get an easy um, pitch in, into the inside and just run in for an easy touchdown. Right. And Limson recognizes it. He drops his man and then he lays a hit. And I, I like I like how he hits. I really do, uh, which <laughs> allows Landry to not get into the uh, into the end zone. So.
1: I mean, that's, I mean, that's what we, I mean, that's, that's the thorough part of it. I mean, you, I mean, but you know, you, you love seeing that though. And he's, what I like about him is he's always, he seems like he's always around the play. You know, he's always, if he's not directly involved in the play, he's next to be involved in the play. You know, he's mm-hmm. one of those guys where, where he reads it so fast and he, he understands the game that he, he definitely, you know, he's always around the ball. So hopefully he continues to get better, you know, and, and, Hopefully, this was like you said. He was quiet the first two games, and this was kind of his breakout game. So we see more of this, you know, throughout the season.
0: Now, going on to the bad um, from from the offense and the bad from the defense. Couple plays here for sure. Um, Spencer Long, I I mentioned him as being bad, and he was bad this game again. He just he he does not look right right now. And uh, I think if you're looking at the screen, you're not watching on YouTube, which you should be. This whole thing I'm circling right here should be replaced in the next two years. It, it, they're just – Beecham was good this game. I'm actually giving him credit in a little bit. He played well versus Garrett this game, so I'm actually going to give him credit. But mm. overall, average at best. Carpenter has been bad. Beech, I mean, uh, Long has been bad. I think these two guys right here, the right guard, right tackle, have been have been good to decent, so I think you can live with them. But uh, this whole side and, and Long on this play, man, I literally just put – I didn't know what to put. They like got the footwork and he's – He's, he's literally tripping over himself. This is another play. Like, it looks like he glitched. And yeah. this defender, and it looked like Powell was, like, blocking opposite. So, he wasn't responsible for that A-gap. It looks like he was responsible for the edge because right. they're overloading that side. You know, there's three guys right. on the side, and they probably checked their protection. Now Powell's going to block opposite. That's looked like, that looked like what, what happened. And, one, this is a huge gap that they're allowing. So, I think he opened up too far. Uh, he, he opened up too far. His hips too, too uh, far inward um and he literally did he glitch like what what happened right here with his feet and uh he allows you know it's uh, the same
1: thing it's the same thing he was that he he did the first couple of weeks his base is too wide he doesn't have any power you can tell like there's no power on the inside of you know on the inside or the medium part of his of his feet so you know whenever the the lineman is coming towards him i mean that's that's easy and that's miles garrett i think yeah he comes in, he just rips around him because he's off balance, you know, trying to get over there. And like you said, he's literally, you know, he's almost doing the same hop as, as the Cleveland offensive lineman is. Mm -hmm. That's he's too high. Number one, number two, he doesn't have his base underneath him and that's why he gets beat. You know, that's, you know, and I'm sure they do offensive line drills and technique drills. I mean, he's got to get better at this. If he's, if he's going to be an effective blocker and you, I mean, just, you have I mean, having a wide base is an old lineman is good, especially when you're a taller guy. Like, I get it. But you still have to be able to have your hips underneath you so you can have power, so you can redirect, you know. And, and he doesn't have that right now. I mean, that's that's evident. Just looking at him, as soon as he snaps the ball, he pops straight up, his base is wide, he's done, you know, yeah. once once Garrett comes
0: around. If you look at this, too, he has he has help from Winters. There's a huge gap in this A-gap right, right here on the cover Look how far his hips are opened up outside. How is he supposed to flip his hips and get and get in, into this if Garrett does decide to do it? What, what does he do, an arm over? Yeah. Uh, like a club arm over? And um, it's just you want to create space as an offensive lineman. And he's kind of like, look, it's just he's not. He's way too close to Winters right here. And he screws up this play, uh, and, and he allows a sack right here. Um, and I'm going to show another play. And, and honestly, I was going to mention this too. Like you talk about with that base, when he's going to take on Garrett wide base and look how look how uh like off balance he has won and how straight his legs are. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he's
1: got he, he has no power. He has, literally has no from he's popped straight up as soon as he come out of, comes out of his stance from stepping the ball, he has no power. I mean when you step the ball, you still have to have, you know, good bending your knees and be able to have your base underneath you and and, and block.
0: <laughs> Another play, this is actually Cruel's touchdown after when he this is when he wiped his ass, I believe. This is his second one. Yeah. Um, but again, that really, really wide base. And I think, okay, so he doesn't, he doesn't trip, but he gets that interior pressure from number sixty-five, which is such an ugly defensive line number. Change your number. <laughs> um, but again, that the hand placement is 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 too wide, too wide of a base, and he gets blo- Well, he, he gets blown up at back into the backfield. He gets you know hit by that that split sifter, um, which is it looks like Herndon. Um, but again, another play got blown up. Obviously, it was a good play result as as uh, Correll, you know, bounced it outside. But he got blown up on this play too.
1: Yeah, and again, that's 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 just that's all technique, you know. That's you know, and that's the only thing you can say about it. There's you have to work, be able to work on your t- your technique at every position, you know, in this league, you know, because most of the time, that's you know, that's the difference between making a good play and having bad plays. You know, everybody's talented, you know, as we always say, but. For the middle sure. part and the technical part of it is, you know, is is how a lot of the other guys get over, and they're better than other guys. It's not because they're more talented or they're faster, or they're stronger, or they're bigger. Use this technique.
0: And here, I, I, again, he's he's decently low, um, but his hand placement again, and just he's allowing the the, the uh, call him a two eye. Um, he's allowing him better hand placement, and he just gets he just gets tossed outside. Look right. how easy that is for it's 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 another I would say a tight zone, and Corral has no chance of that gap. That it, it looks open because unlike a lot of running backs are like reading helmets, so if his helmet's flashing inside. You bounce outside, and it, and the, the helmet's outside, so you're reading that helmet. And it disappears quickly because Long just gets – he gets tossed. So it's- Yeah,
1: I mean, and if you look at it, his initial contact, I know as a center you usually lose a yard just because, you know, you're snapping the ball. Uh, yeah. But he has no power once he engages with, you know, with with the guy that he's blocking. I mean
0: – Like a hug again.
1: Yeah, I mean, he really – he doesn't have any force, you know, pushing guys out of the way That's- or or any impact, you know, when he does finally
0: get his, you know, if he ever gets his feet on the rim to make the block, he has no power. Coming and out that's exactly Carpenter's problem too. Maybe not specifically on this play because I guess he does get his guy blocked. But look how Carpenter comes in this block too. They, they love the hug. Mm-hmm. Um, and the hug technique is something that the the Packers use a lot in, in pass sets. Right. Uh, you, but you lose a lot of power in, in the hug technique. But you can't do the hug technique in the running game because you're generating no power. Now right. in an outside zone, if you're, if you're on a backside, you know, one tech, three, two tech, three tech, yeah, you can hug them um, as long as you don't get a penalty because you're trying to, just trying to get in the way. But when they're running right on your ass, you, 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 can't, you can't hug them. And that's what they've been doing. they got to get better hand placement. they got to explode off the snap. Um, they've got to come in. Look how high he's coming to this, this, this uh, yeah. defender too. So <laughs> his technique is bad. He's been, he's been a massive disappointment to this point. And on top of that, you know, I thought he was a decent center. Um, I thought his, his problem would be injuries this year, but he he just does not look good. Um, I'm hoping he he fixes that. Moving on from another guy on the offense, I thought Carpenter had a bad game. They both got false starts as well. Terrell Pryor, man, I'm, I'm getting close to being done with this dude. Uh, <laughs> and it, seriously, man, he's, he's given up. He He's a guy who you'd think is 30 years old, wants to get another contract, bet on himself, another one-year contract, did it with the Redskins as well. He's given up on plays, and you watch him on the outside right here, the two-by-two two gun set. Listen, maybe he's not the primary read, which looks like he's not. He looks like he's a backside read as the, as the Jets just – basically, I, I call this a Panther concept, just double slant You call it double slants whatever. Right. Um and Donald expects him to be in a spot because at this point he looks like he can beat him to the inside. You look at the leverage right there, That's when Donald releases the ball, but he's just running this route with no with no effort. To, to me, that's what I see.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing that, that he's like I said, he's he just learned how to play wide out. You, whether you're the first read or fourth read, you have to run run the route like you're the first read. Everybody has to run run their route as if they were the first read. Just because you you don't know where in the progression the ball is going to go, and you don't know who's going to you know who's going to end up being the guy that's that's going to be open. He's got to keep running here. I mean, that's just all to it, you know. And I and I see him. He hesitates once he sees the defender. He's got to keep running, especially the guy his size. He should be running over little DBs like this, like you know, all day. It shouldn't even be. It shouldn't be a question of, you know, of why he didn't do it. You know, it's just because physically. He can do it, and you know he has the size to do it. I should say, but mentally he's got to understand. Like I gotta, I gotta finish running this route. You know, I gotta complete the route all the way through.
0: Yeah, um, I, I don't want to. I, I want to. I don't want to see him on the field as much as he is at, at this point. Like I know he's, he's, he has that athletic ability, tall, fast. He has some power, but concentration he, he, drops. He put, No,
1: yeah, he, he yeah, he, he, doesn't focus fully on on when he's in, and he plays a lot softer than what he is. So, I mean. Yeah, that's just, i mean, that's just got truth. I mean, he has all of that, you know, all those physical tools, and he plays, you know, much softer than than what
0: you know what he appears. I hate soft players. I I do. It just—it drives me crazy to um to watch things like that for sure. And another one, I I think. Let me see if that I that te- I texted you about this one too. I was pissed. Uh, you, I might have, might have told me to shut up or something. Um, no, I don't know. Oh yeah, you did. As soon as as soon as he freaking fumbled, I think you texted me. Uh. Oh God, yeah, again, lightweight. You would, and lightweight. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I was like, "God damn, man!" <laughs> again, and it's you basically have the ball in the red zone. At least it's a green zone to me. Um, but again, like, listen, it's it's again another Panther concept. Uh, you have a, you have a slant flat. This is an easy read. You have double you have double slants and a, and a slant flat with a, a running back. Basically, it looks like he's like check releasing and. Right. Anderson catches the ball. Good, good catch. Good, good read by Donald to see that tw- you know the twenty one right there. Open his hips. Didn't know where where Rob Anderson was. So this is good play by Donald, um, and good throw. Um, but you gotta secure the ball, man. He's going down. Really nice strip by Ward right there. Yeah. Uh, to get the ball out, but you got you you gotta tuck it like it's your baby. So another one.
1: Yep, another one. And this is
0: another one. My lightweight.
1: He's gotta be struck the ball, man. I mean, he just has to. I mean, and if and listen, as opposed to fighting for more yards just because of what his size is, I know, you know, we as athletes, you know, we, you know, have egos a little bit, but dude, just go down. I mean it's it's you and three guys coming. Like just you know, instead of necessarily fighting for more yards, you've got the first or whatever it is, you made the catch. You got good yardage, you got the first, just go down. You know, instead of, you know, giving them a chance to strip it out.
0: Yeah, now moving on to um, the bad from the defense. Is there anything else from the offense you want to uh, to highlight before we move to the defense, Morris? No,
1: nah, I think we're done with the
0: offense. Morris. Yeah, I think we hit on the bad. Um,
1: yeah, there's this – Well, actually, the belt. bad from
0: the offense. No, we got plenty of bad from the defense, actually. I had a lot of plays queued up here. That's not good. Um, yeah, I agree. Run it. defense, <laughs> 33 rushes, 133 yards, four-yard uh, four, uh, four per carry. I don't like four-yard per carry. So I think they, mm-hmm. the, the run defense wasn't as stout as we've seen it um, you know, recently. Um, so they had to work on that a little bit. Um, I think also, uh, the penalty from train Johnson, I put that in here as well. But we already talked about that. Uh, Claiborne, the two holds now the NFL did come back and apologize for the one hold, but he, um, wow. I have a lot of plays queued up, but he got beat once over top, but it was dropped. Um, he had four tackles, one pass deflection, but I have a ton of plays from Claiborne here. I uh, like five or six plays that are just not good. And it's going to piss you off again. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, so this play was good and bad um, from the bottom he's on the bottom right here in uh, in man and yeah man it's cover one and um, so I like the jam I like the, the jam right there I like that that's good yeah. good extension good shot you can see it really disrupts the route stem but after that jam I don't like how he opens up and gives him so much room right there
1: well he de- Well, he he gets that the receiver gets that room because right at the jams him and- Clayborn turns around and he's looking right back at the quarterback. Like, dude, you're not he's not throwing a ball right now. Like,
0: seriously. Like, come on. Like, you, you gotta be more yeah. technical sound than that. Yeah. That's why I say he's it's gonna piss you off right here. So <laughs> good off the line, good shot. But you right there with that look. If you're gonna look, at least squeeze him. You're not squeezing him here. Right. So that's the a, ball is not completed, but I don't like that technique right there. I like off I like that, but anywhere from that, I don't like. So um, yeah, good and good and bad. Tyrod decides to throw it away. Um, so that's one play that's a kind of iffy, good and bad. Um moving on to the uh the next one. I just put claiborne cover one, so I don't know what this is, but I'm assuming it's going to be bad. Uh yep. So he's he's right here on the, he's on the bottom, and this is another uh it's a it's just a cover one. Mm-hmm. Um and so he keeps his hips square and he opens up, but again, he's opening up, not squeezing. And, and he's not even attempting to really squeeze or get his hands on. And because he doesn't have his hands on, he's not able to feel his body. And he, and he gives that little tiny nod to the outside right there where he, where he flashes his helmet to the outside. Like he's going to break out outwards. Claiborne right. gears down because of it. And he gets burned deep. And if they, listen, listen, um, I wish Milton read that a little bit better in, in the middle right there. But if this is an accurate throw or throw with that's not freaking forty five yards in the air, uh this is this is probably a touchdown. So I I really thought I saw this, I was like, that's gonna be pass interference, but it wasn't because they are both going for the ball. So I like that call. But Claiborne was toasted here. Yeah, he was definitely beat. Well, one, I don't like the alignment.
1: Um he starts off outside and then for whatever reason he when he's soft and you can play you get soft press, that's fine. But even when you soft pressing, you can still get your hands on the guy because you you still got, you know, you still got that five yard window mm-hmm. that you can work in it, you can get contact with. So hold your, your head up to outside leverage. You've got a safety in the middle. So now the only route that that you're gonna have trouble with is is uh the dig route, obviously. That's why, especially when the wide receiver was lined up tight. I used to like to play, and even Aaron, we always would play it from where we'd be on top of the wide receiver, coming, you know, playing down. Uh, if we're playing cover one just because when you're when you're covering a dig route, right, it's just harder to get to. But anything outside or vertical, you don't know, get the safety in the middle. So you know, you know, pick a side. Don't start outside, work your way outside. Um especially have a plan yeah, not yeah, not in man, you know, not in, in man coverage like this. You know, uh-huh. so I, I didn't like the alignment from the start and then you didn't reroute the guy, you didn't touch him, and basically I mean he had you beat. And the reason he goes for the nod, you're supposed to be looking at his hips anyway. Yeah. So, well, once you get to you know downfield at a certain point, then you know you can start looking up, and now you're looking at you know reading the eyes of the other receiver if the ball coming. But you should be reading hips mm-hmm. all the time here. I always tell the guys, keep your eyes on the belt buckle. Keep your eyes on the belt buckle. Hips belt don't buckle. lie. Hips don't lie. The belt buckle can tell you where they're going.
0: I feel every like uh, I feel like every it's single. So- time. I think we're talking about like Shakira or something, but no, we're talking about football. We're gonna say that every single week. I think uh, hips, hips don't lie. Shakira is, is one of my favorite, though. Gotta love that. Um, yeah, so no doubt. On to from Claiborne to Shakira back to Claiborne. <laughs> um, I, and this is again. I think I, I just labeled this shuffle, so I know you're gonna get pissed off because I know this is your this is your bug-a-boo. Yeah. Uh, so again, look how long he's looking at the quarterback. Yeah, and re- listen. I, I like the break right there, so it, it's nice, nice agility. Nice, he drops the hips, he gets out quickly. But if this mm. ball is either one earlier or thrown more to the sideline, this is most likely a catch, and he gets you know nice, nice eye or you know, nice eyes right there, uh, hand-eye coordination to get the tip. But better throw. This is this is a completion, and uh, it's because of that that shuffle right there that I, I know you don't really like. But
1: well, yeah, well, but like I said, you're gonna make some plays doing this. Sometimes, but you know, it's kind of like the what's the old adage? Um, even you know, a broke clock is, is right twice a day, yeah. Whatever you know, it's kind of that deal, you know. Yeah, you're gonna you get some plays out of it, uh, but more times than not, you're gonna give up more plays than than you're gonna make. So, I mean, it works here, which I get it, and you could probably play this a little bit more just because he's down, you know, you're down in the red zone, so you don't have to worry about the deep ball as much, yeah. So, you, you know, that's actually an opportunity where you can use that technique, you know, as a change up. But just to use that consistently all the time as your, you know, as your base, you know, your base technique is is I mean that's just something I'm against. So.
0: Oh uh, well, I think you know by uh, me by now. I don't. I don't. I I hate not getting hands on because you're you're literally just eliminating one of your senses. That feel is that 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 split second difference that matters so much in the NFL. So how soft they're playing these guys is just and again on the bottom of the screen right here uh Claiborne and I think I I put cover one here and I like you know Wilcox plays a nice shot right here um or not a nice shot but he makes a tackle thank god um but again he's he's the reason that this is open inside and it's hard to listen it's hard to cover inside breaking wraps the reason it's so much room right here is because of what Claiborne well he wanted to use that he spreads at the line of scrimmage which you are already off balance right there on your heels at right there um but he, look how he immediately opens his hips. And now, if he gets those two shuffles in right there, he gets his hands on. You're you're at least contesting the catch. Right, and the thing the thing
1: that that I w- would coach here is look at the let's like, see what the wide receiver is. The wide receiver is four yards outside the numbers, so he's not breaking outside. Play play hard inside. I mean, literally play hard. You can re- almost play hard inside and not even move. Let I me mean, tell you the truth. And if he does move and runs vertical, then just, you know, take an angle and cut him off. Uh, and you still get you – know, you'll still be able to get some hands on him. But right here, it, he doesn't have any awareness of where the wide out is because you can look at how he's lined up. He looks like he's more head up the outside than actually hard inside. Yeah. Um, you know, so he gives him – you know, he gives him all that space. And the wide receivers, the way they're taught now, is it's one move and then the route's flat. It's not like a true slant route anymore. You know, it's more flat. And you work, and they gradually work their way up, like he's doing here, you know, in to the proper yardage that they need to be, and that's what gets them and in trouble.
0: It's and it's not even a nice release. He, he that's gets, what I'm
1: saying. It's just a it's just a, a one you know a one he step. He gets
0: and even up. and just breaks inside. No no head fake. Right. He doesn't he doesn't he doesn't press him like nothing. It's just right. that's not even a good release, and he's getting beat. So um, yeah, he's he's been struggling. This the, th- was it the second game against Miami, he played really well, or was it Cleveland or not Cleveland? Uh, I think the Lions was a game he played well, but the last two right. games he hasn't been playing um, too well. That was forty-three. I have two more plays of Claiborne. Um, this one was the one that the NFL apologized to the to the Jets for for the hold. Uh, he's on the bottom right here against against Caldwell, and you know he, yeah he's playing aggressive and he gets his he gets his hands on what I like, but the problem here again is that literally the entire time. Well, he has his hands on, but he's looking back to the quarterback the entire time again that's why the flag is thrown. Now, if you look at it closer, he wasn't really held too much. But that's basically why it was thrown, because he was looking back at the quarterback the whole time. So he's going to get a little crabby.
1: What's what's killing me is let it go a little bit further uh, right here. He's still looking back. How are you still looking back when the wide receiver is breaking? (laughs) Like, how how do you figure you can still see the wide receiver when your head's directly in the backfield and the wide receiver is breaking away from you now? Like he's still looking back at the and
0: quarterback. It's, it's not even like, I, look, like there. are okay. But once this starts happening, get that's your what eyes, I'm saying. God,
1: And, he, and all the way until the wide receiver turns now, all the way around, he's still looking back. I don't, I don't understand that. That I, I totally don't get that. Yeah. So it's. I don't, it's I, don't, I don't understand that.
0: But the thing is like, and, and it helps to have you on here because like I talked about this stuff last year too. And I'm like, Oh, this guy doesn't, he's an asshole. He doesn't know what he's talking about. It helps to have you support me. But like, I don't, Get, and I know there's a lot going on, but I don't get how coaches watch the film of this and it doesn't get fixed. Is it is it just a player? The you think the coaches are harping on this stuff or like what what is it? Why is this not getting fixed? This has been his problem.
1: Well, I, well, I don't. I mean, if it's if I go on my experience with Coach Bowles and I don't know if he's in the if it, he if he's in the you know the meeting rooms with the yeah. DBs. I know he talked to us a lot about that. You know, eyes on on the belt buckle. Don't look back and you know look back at the quarterback until you finish the route you know I I mean we were coached on those things so I don't know if he's in the meeting room and he's saying these things or if they're so which is kind of like what's happening in coaching now is everybody's so worried about teaching scheme that a lot of the technical you know part of the 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 game in regards to positions is going out the window and you're starting you see that with a lot of teams now with some of the other teams you know the better teams like the Patriots or New Orleans or um, even Atlanta you know technically they're pretty sound for the most part you know at you know at their positions but yeah. with some of these teams you can tell that it's more about skiing than it is about teaching the technical aspect of of the position that that they're coaching
0: yeah and I actually I actually liked in Wilson but you have to sort of question a little bit if he's teaching this stuff because you it, it has to change um they're 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 getting paid a decent amount of money and they got to step up a little bit and here again we get, you see that little, and I know at the line of scrimmage he's on the top of the screen here, and it's uh this is about uh cover another cover one look, yeah um yeah just like pretty much like straight cover one, um and he again at the line of scrimmage, and I, like I said I understand the full step to to eliminate that spread but he's just straight out spreading right there because you won't only want to see one foot really move. But if you look, look right there, is he, is he balanced right there? Anybody watching, if you are watching, you should be watching on YouTube. If not, I, I appreciate <laughs> listening, but like right there, you are looking at it. If anybody goes to this right now and tell me you're on, you're, you're balanced. So right. he has it spread again, opens his hips immediately, immediately again, not getting that shuffle in. And, the receiver runs right by him, and it's it's um it's it's actually dropped right here, so it's an easy catch but he drops it, so he's beat right here. But you see the stat line. Oh, he he allowed two catches for seven yards, whatever. I make it up complete stat line, but I, I'm gonna give him a a thumbs down for this game.
1: Yeah, just he's he's gotta work do a better job on his technique, and mm-hmm. and and part of that is, and I mean, and Parcells actually helped me with this, and I kind of threw my own spin on it. The more I continue to play it. Uh, continue to play yeah uh you know especially for us long guys because honestly i know we're long but we're not as quick as you know at the line as some of the smaller receivers mm-hmm. that we're playing so the way that i used to do it is you know and and you know like i said coach helped me with this is move back like a half yard to give yourself a little room so now
0: yeah call it that the soft shell.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. So give yourself like a half a yard. Mm-hmm. Keep your leverage. Give yourself like a half a yard. So now you can take the re-step. You don't want to take you know this this you know this step right here where you're so far in. You just want to take a six inch re-step to get the motor going. And now you shuffle whichever way laterally the receiver is going, and you're st- you're staying on top of the route. And now you can still get your hands on them because you're so long. Even though you gave up half a yard, your arm length makes up that you know makes up that that half a yard. Yeah, that you yeah. gave up initially. So, you know, and for him, you know, he, you know, he's definitely got the same, you know, kind of body type as I do, you know, just like, just like, yeah, I mean, they're the same. Okay, so, okay,
0: okay.
1: Yeah. But they're, I mean, they're the same. So yeah. for them, you know, and you see a lot of these corners get caught trailing every single time. Mm-hmm. I hated being in trail technique unless I was trying to bait you. And I only did that on, on, on certain, you know, when I knew I had the chance to, but for the most part, because you're so long you can play on top and anything that's breaking back you still have an opportunity to you know get back into the play just because of your length you know with with the arms whether it be fade route come back curl you know anything it gives you an opportunity to still be involved in the play and you can get your hands on a receiver
0: yeah and actually if you look at all the jets corners that they draft um other than perry nickerson they all have like 90th percentile arm length and and height they like they like guys who are tall and and lanky um but the but I don't get that they're tall and lanky, and you want to take advantage of those long arms of the lot of scrimmage, but they don't do it. At right. least, like you said, that that well, I would call it soft shoe. I don't know exactly what Parcells called it. You know, when I talked to Parcells, he didn't call it that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, like soft shoe, like a foot fire, do do something. Um, and it's just he's it not doing it there. So the technique definitely needs work. And then moving on from from him to another corner, I think Perry Nickerson. Which listen, man, he, his first like. Extended action. He's playing against Jarvis Landry. I'm mm. not expecting to shut him down, but right. I gotta recap what what happened with him. And um, so let me see here. So uh, this this play was actually one of the ones that wasn't that bad because I actually like. He keeps his hips square. Right there, he gets uh, one, two. He gets his two shuffles in. So I actually kind of like this play from him. He gets yeah. his hands on. But th- th- tell me, how is this not p- offensive pass interference, sir? I mean, it is. I don't so, know <laughs> but, but watch this is what's gonna make you mad so this is all good i like it i like it i like it i liked it i like it you screwed up and boom yeah. he gets open because of that so, yeah
1: you look, look back too fast you gotta you gotta squeeze back to the you gotta squeeze back to the wide eye before you he's too far D- even just because you can touch him with your arm you're still too far
0: have him tight like you said you gotta but be you, hip to hip.
1: you gotta be hip to hip yeah you're still yeah. too far you gotta squeeze hip to hip and then you can look but because he looks so early, and he's and he looks like he was playing some kind of trail technique, so he should have been a little further underneath if that was the case. Because um, I see somebody on top of him, in you know, in the screen. But you gotta you gotta squeeze the hip, you know, and yeah. and especially if you're in trail, you need to be arms. You know, the rule is that I've always been taught you want to be arms length, you know, behind the, the behind the wide receiver, so you can break on any route underneath. So you have the advantage, you know, from a you know using your angles but even even so with this he just needs to squeeze to the hip first and then look back but he looks back too early and that's where landry creates that space right there he he's like at that
0: he's he's like at that arm length when you're like in like fifth grade dance with girls where you don't want to touch he needs to get to that <laughs> level when you're in high school basically dry humping at dances right that's exactly yeah so now if he gets tight right there gets his hands on and he gets that, you know, he gets that that uh, that left arm on on the outside shoulder, on the outside hip. Then you can look back, maybe try to jump it. But right. if he does that, he can probably have an interception here. But he takes that angle yeah. that that that's too you know too aggressive, you know, um, down or upfield, downfield, whatever you want to say. Uh, people always use up, like, different phrases, downfield, and upfield, different ways all the time. But um, yeah, but he takes he takes a bad angle right there, looks back too too soon, and then he gets he gets beat by uh, by Landry, who makes a great catch. Like, oh, that was a great play by Landry. It was. bad. But Nickerson but, screwed up. Nickerson yeah. could have made a play on that. Uh, so moving on, the the next play, he's he's right here. Um, you know, two uh, well three by one gun set, um, eleven personnel, uh, and I see he's given way too much room here. Uh, and yeah. is this? Let me see. Is this cover? Uh cover one, but they're playing like kind of like the outside corner almost playing like they're playing cover, soft, yeah. Yeah, they're almost playing like cover three, but I'm guessing just by everybody else, it's it's cover one. Yeah, I was I'm gonna say it's cover one because Jenkins looks like man man. Right. Uh so yeah, he's he's playing way too way too soft right here. He, he's gifting him the inside right here, which uh you know I think yeah, Baker Mayfield hits him. So yeah, and
1: and honestly, like I said, we were talking about earlier. Uh I don't know what what down it is, but it looks like it's they need um, – they look like they need about – if you go back – go back to – where's the Warriors line of scrimmage? Um, okay, let it run. I mean, they look like they need about 15 yards, If you know, if I had to kind of guess. Let's see, five, ten, fifteen, 10, 15, maybe like 17, 18 yards. So, I can understand them playing soft here, especially if it's like third down or something like that. Okay. You just want to make the tackle and get off the field. I I'm mean, trying to still, see uh, – yeah, I got
0: to remember on plays like this to, to mark the uh, – what freaking distance is because it does, it does matter. Um, yeah. But I do not believe, I'll go back. I do not believe this was, uh, I believe this is second down. Second down. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, but he still gives them too much room, especially when you're talking about second down. Now you want to minimize, now you're trying to minimize the, the amount of yards that, that you're giving him. So on third down, you still have the advantage going in. You still want it to be like third and 10 or, or something like that, especially if you're working off yeah. third and, and 10, excuse me, second and, and 10 plus. You still
0: want to keep those, you know, keep that yardage down. So you still have the advantage going into third down. All right. So um, this is another one. And this is where like the Jets just like looked and against Baker Mayfield, they look like unprepared at times. They weren't getting in the right spots. And uh, here, uh, where is he at? Okay. So this, he actually, he actually got a hold here. This is a play of multiple different people. Uh, it looks like cover one hole. Um, now, Nickerson gets the hold. Uh, I would say it's because he's, I guess he bases a little bit too wide right there. looks like he's leaning a little bit. So he's not completely on balance, but it kind of, it's kind of like an iffy holding call right there. Cause Landry does get super physical. Yeah. There was a hole there or was the hole there? Um, no, I think, I think, where's the, when is was the it? Line? Was it
1: right at the line or was it right there the second time when he, cause he, he grabs, Oh it.
0: yeah. He starts to chuck the flag. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> cause this is when this, this ref starts to chuck that flag. So good call right there, Marcus. Uh, so it is, is because of this.
1: Yeah. And so then, yeah, you just – I mean, you can try to get back in front of the guy. At this point, w- once you're you're already on the side of him right here, you know, there's no, re- to, there's no reason to try to, like, you know, get back into his body or whatever. Now you just want to worry about, you know, looking at his hips, squeezing get, – getting to the hip and, and playing the route at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he's trying to fight his way back into coverage, uh, but there's no need to you know, really run back in front of him like this and try to hold him up.
0: Yeah, and, and if you watch Baker Mayfield too in the backfield, Jenkins comes off this, this. He has good awareness of Baker Mayfield trying to get out of the pocket, and oh man, he juke the crap out of him right there. Yeah, you can't I thought he was gonna sack some, him. And then also with Luvu on this play, he needs he needs to finish his play. As you see him run up the sideline, he gets a little. He gets if you watch that play in full motion, he gets a little bit soft right there. You gotta you gotta finish that play. Yeah. Um, play till the whistle's over. He doesn't. So, um, especially for an undrafted guy, you think he would really try to finish the play? But no, I mean, I think he's playing, but he's.
1: Once he goes up the cover to cover the running back, he's looking back at the quarterback the whole time. I mean, I know the the receiver's right in front of him, but now he's looking back, he's looking back, he's looking back. And now the receiver. Lose takes, that sense. Yeah, you lose, Yeah, the receiver, t- you know, took off on him because he's staring at, he's worried about Baker now. So, you know, and that's, that's you got to have our discipline. Now on the move at the line, uh, he didn't know about that, bro. There's,
0: uh, there's, there's nothing I can show you to coach that you. <laughs> no, that's just a good play. I'm, yeah, this not a I'm, good play, even, yeah. You can't, you can't. Crap on Jenkins for that. It's it's a maybe come making a play. he owed him. Yeah. Um so let's see what uh Okay, so I so it's cover three. Um yeah, cover three. Gotta get water. Yeah, and that's just that's that's just smart. Look how tight they are in the in the in the curl to flat hook the curl. And you got to get water underneath you. You know that's your primary read. You know he's the only guy who can break into the into the flat. And he's breaking. He's he's releasing outside, so he's gonna threat. He's gonna threaten your area. But he's still, for whatever reason, is like stays super tight right here in his zone. So that, that's just yeah, a bad play right there. What what I like to do,
1: I would like to see him line up actually more head up than line up inside. I mean, now I'm not saying that they they may be thinking about disguising this, but. Yeah. On a, on a snap, he needs to move more head up to outside. So now it helps him. So now what you actually do, unless the wide receiver decides to take the inside release, if he's releasing outside, now you have already gained leverage on the the flat route right already. So now you're you're in your spot. Now the only thing that has to happen is is the linebacker pushes over to the next guy and so uh-huh. forth. You know, and, and you have it covered. So that I you know I like to see him just move over a little bit, be more head up. Uh, he can still take on the run from there because here's the thing. If it's a running play, he's the force anyway, right? So go ahead and yeah. line up, head up. go ahead and line up, hit up the outside. You know, if you get a if you get a running play to the outside, he ends up being the force anyway. So make it easy on yourself, line up, hit up the outside. It, it helps you with the flat drop and it helps you in the run game as well.
0: Yeah. They, um, it just looked like they were out of position a lot. And you're like you said, you're, you're lining up inside. You're, basically you're, you're giving him leverage to your, to your, um, assignment. So it's like, I don't know. Um, moving on. Let's let's see what else we have. We'll try to move through this, and then we'll talk about the other games in this game really quickly. Try to move a little bit quicker. Um, Middleton had that dropped in interception. Which you this play, it's uh let's put it, it's a uh, cover one with a with a jambo. As I put it, where you're you're pressing the point right there, right? Um, and they're you know playing aggressively. They blitz one, two, three, four, five on the goal line, um. And It looks like yeah, cover yeah, cover one. I would say Adams is probably on man on uh, Duke Johnson. I think it's Duke Johnson right there. Um, and Baker Mayfield tries to fit into a tight window in that on that seam route, and uh, you have to make that catch. Yeah, catch
1: that. Yeah, you got to catch that. It's
0: right too. So you hits him in the chest, or does it go over? His, yeah, it hits him right in the shoulder pad actually, and just goes right over his head. So, right yeah, game changing play. Your a backup, you got to make that play from from Middleton right there. Yeah, he's got to make that catch. I mm-hmm. mean, that's I mean that
1: that. Yeah, I don't know if they scored on that play six, but yeah, that now you flip, you know, you you got in a turnover and and mm-hmm. the offense not a chance to score.
0: So yeah. they at least got a field goal, I know. So yeah, it's yeah, a three point swing right there. Um, and this is a play from from Jenkins on the on the edge right here, and he has to have better awareness and here. Like, the, the coverage just does not look good. It just looked so bad at times where he is, you know, he's that hook the curl on the cover three, and right. he, he has to read the three. And he reads the three, but he takes his eyes off the three. Where if that three threats breaking up the field, that you want to see him. I'm assuming Marcus, you know, open up his hips and and carry him a little bit there, unless the two becomes the three, Um, and he just gets completely taken out of his spot right there, and just ball completed right behind him. Yeah, no, on the reroute, I like. I mean, the reroute,
1: what he's trying to do, I get it, but he's got to carry it a little bit more. Yeah, um, you know, and make him release a lot wider. He, you don't just want to take that initial hit and then just let him go because, as you can see he Still has time to fit around him, so you Lose definitely, him. yeah, you, you want to make sure that you carry him just a little bit further. Uh, because look, you've got somebody out in the flat, you know, on the other side of you, and you get another linebacker on the inside of you, so you can afford to carry him a little bit more. Uh, to make this route, you know, take a little bit longer and make him go wider,
0: yeah. All right, so and then I have a, just a couple of like random plays from the um, from the defense that I just uh, just this is where I bring up, like they didn't play well in in the second half. Because listen, you look at twenty one points, or yeah, twenty one points. That's good, but when you give up twenty one points in a little bit over two quarters, that's not good. So, right. you know, the first quarter and a half was was great. And again, so what are you seeing on this play? So it's it's obviously an RPO. He sees uh, Nickerson leave leave his zone to blitz, and he, he has a hot read of um Njoku right up the seam right there, and yeah, yeah. it's that's just open as it gets.
1: Oh, well, yeah, with well, this – I mean, honestly, that's one of those plays where the offense just beat the play. I mean, yeah. the, they got, they've got numbers at the bottom. You send the corner blitz, so who's going to cover who? So, who's covering two? Who's covering three? They just – right right here, they just – they got the – you know, they've got the Jets' hot number right
0: there. Yeah, and we saw – and I'm going to bring up a couple more. We just had – we saw play like that. Like you, I'm going to bring up, I believe it's a seam route versus cover three, which, you know, cover three – you know, the weaknesses are the seams and then usually the, the flats because they're taking the exiting angles to get out there, quick flats. So um, let me see this one. I put I think I put blown cover three. I, I, hold on, let me see. Oh, yeah, and for the people, by the way, I don't know if people that are listening who do the Twitter breakdowns. If you're a computer nerd and you're smart with this stuff, you can message me because for whatever reason, I save all my stuff on the cloud. I filled up my cloud with storage, and then it's not allowing me to attach my videos to – twitter to post the film review so i'm um, i apologize for no film review this week but i gotta get that figured out i literally my computer will literally not let me attach things to twitter so if you're smart please send me a freaking message <laughs> tell me how to fix that. i don't know how He's to smart. do that crap <laughs> right <laughs> um I'm not, i just got frustrated i'm not doing a review that week this this week um so i think this was on Jam- jamal adams right here for for me uh another another cover three and it looks like jamal adams thinks that baker mayfield's going to uh Unless he was a spy, but I doubt he's a spy right there in this in this Nah, he's period.
1: he's got curl to flat, man. Yeah, got, he got curl to flat get, and he jumps up and own. vacates his zone and boom. Yeah, there's there's no way he's he's <laughs> responsible out there. No, no.
0: Unless the play got, was cover got, three, got, don't cover the curl of the flat and you're a spy. You gotta you gotta time. get your
1: you gotta get your depth and, and play curl to flat, man. That's what that is.
0: That's the, that's, the, that's the problem that Jamal Adams had in his first year where he was just – he was over-aggressive. Uh, tell me what you're seeing from this one. I called it the uh, – I labeled it the Cleveland Special. Um, <laughs> it's just uh, this, this – this is just lack of discipline as, as, as well. Um, they're set – zone coverage, uh, cover, cover three on the uh, – basically on the goal line, it seems like. Uh, goal line gets a little bit iffy with defensive play calling for me. Um, but somebody vacated their zone and looked at Claiborne. and uh yeah
1: well here 's the thing if they're playing three, which is what that looks like yeah uh, like, yeah Claiborne passes the the post, so now he ends up i mean he's got to end up taking the i guess the over the deep over that's coming, so this will be on Jamal as well he's the one that's got to take the flat route if they 're playing cover three if that's how they're doing it, but as soon as he sees yeah. Uh, Landry with the ball, he just takes off and he's trying to make the tackle, and it doesn't even—I don't even think he sees Baker, you know, coming out in the flat. But there's not a lot the corner can do here because he's got to take the deep over, which you know, I'm—I mean, the way you know, and he's—I think he—he he went down too far, uh, you know, squeezing the wide receiver. But he's got to take the over route. Jamal's got to take this take this flat route. And if he keeps running, he just come and make the tackle. But this is, you know, this is really just kind of a bad coverage against. I guess it's called to you true. because they're mm-hmm. on like the two yard line.
0: Well, that's There's- what I saw. Like, cause when I, when I looked at this play initially, I was like, okay, pre post snap looks cover three. And then it still looks like cover three of Nickerson and the curl, to flat. He will Williamson eventually after, you know, pressing the line a little bit goes and, like a hook to curl. Um, and then it looks like, you know, Lee and, and Jamal Adams just got tripped up a little bit here. So, uh, that's another example of, you know, Adams over aggressiveness right there. So, uh, they just yep. blew a bunch of they they they, they blew it and in, in the second half the defense was just out of it. Um, they just got I think like you said they got a little tired and they just lost their responsibilities, the mental toughness. They just they didn't have it. And they're a young team. That's you hear about young teams having to finish, right? A young team who didn't finish. And this is this is the play I was talking about before. Where I don't know if you see anything you want to change in this play when I bring it up, but it just looks like, again like a coverage that maybe you want to see. Um, you know Avery Avery Williamson play that seam route, but a cover cover three. The seam route's always the weakness, and Baker Mayfield recognizes the coverage, and that's that's as open as it gets again.
1: Yeah, and I don't know why in the second half they started playing. Just when Baker came in, they started playing a lot of cover three. I don't.
0: Yeah, soft. Yeah,
1: I, I, yeah, I don't understand that. If anything, look. I mean, you don't want to necessarily you know blitz him a lot, but start especially with with even though. We, we haven't seen Baker in any NFL games until now, but we know he's a good quarterback. But, you know, test him out. Send us you know, make set some zone pressures, you know, play some man, uh, and send pressures off of that. Make him make the you know, make those tight throws, you know, and, and, and challenge him to, to make some of the throws that that need to be made and mm-hmm. in the second half. It just you know, the, the defense got way too conservative. So a lot of cover three and, and guys, you know, don't necessarily know where to drive. You miss some reroutes. You're not dropping deep enough in in, in your zones. And, and that's what we saw in the second half.
0: Yeah. So this, let's see what this is. This looks like another, this is maybe a co- combo coverage. Um, we have a little bit of man. You have man on the running back from Lee uh, right there. It looks like you have Nickerson and man on Landry. So it's a combo coverage, I would say. Yeah. And. It just looks like like mis- miscommunication here. But Nickerson, as, he, as Landry breaks inside, just kind of leaves him and almost, like, forgets about him as he gets, like, you know, hit there by whoever that is. It looks like Middleton. And right. look how open he is. So, it's yeah. just – they kept blowing coverage, man. Yeah, and I don't
1: I don't know what that is. I don't know what – I don't know what the – He safety dropped the ball, thank God. but Well, yeah, I don't know what the safety was doing at that point. Like, you come down and you bang the receiver or you act like you're going to take him, but you don't take him and – but yeah, I don't know what I cover three,
0: know. cover three buzz. But like, I don't know if Nickerson expected that him to to carry him. Like it was just, it was just a bunch of of assignment issues and blown coverages, and it led to Baker Mayfield ripping. And listen, I'll give credit to Baker Mayfield; he he balled out, especially in his first game coming yeah. back from fourteen nothing. But the Jets did did they they helped them for sure. The defense oh, no,
1: they, no, they definitely helped. I mean, they definitely helped them. Sometimes mm-hmm. some of the calls they, they you know and the coverages they got them, they made they ran on the back end, or they just ran in general, you know, Cleveland had whatever play that they had called, you know, it beat yeah. coverage. You know, to you the truth.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um so moving on, we'll get we'll run through the good from the offense defense really quick and then get to the games and stuff like that. Um Good from the offense. I said Beachum. I think I think curse on this play. I think I, – did I already bring this play up? But uh, oh, this is the one where he takes out yeah. two guys. Right. So, again, it's like a, I, would, I would say a smokescreen. And blocks his initial guy. And he, he's eaten. he maybe thinks that number was a 38 right there. If it's, I don't know if it's DB. I don't know if it's a safety. I think it's a safety. Yeah. Um, Sees him getting outside, maybe a noon cutting out that way, and look, just that's just effort, man. That's the plays you love to see right there. And he takes out two guys on one play. A runs for how many ever yards it is on third and four.
1: Well, yeah, and he doesn't have to do a whole lot. He, you know, he's not, he's not necessarily a big guy, but he does a good job of, you know, staying in front of his block. Mm-hmm. Ends up, ends up uh, taking out two guys. I mean, you know, that's, you know, that, that's that's what you know that's what curse does. You know, that's why we, I think that's why we both like him. You know, the savvy vet, you know, knows how to play the game, and you know that's a prime example of it right there.
0: This is another play where like the circus music goes off in my head, which I get it. They're both they're both trying to just like you know lead block for Nunoa, but two guys blocking the same guy, they get they both fold down, and Nunoa trips over them. That's the dun 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 dun. I dun like, go, go, no.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. Be an
0: athlete, dude. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. I was like, damn. I thought a, I really thought it was a touchdown once I saw that that uh, that curse block. And then one more play of curse. And um, man, just a just a good uh, good catch right here. Good snag. that's what we talked about with his, his the savviness, the willingness to go over the middle, the blocking, um, the routes, the catching. And uh, he's just running this you know, this stop route in the middle curl and I actually like this throw from Don. Maybe I want to see him get rid of the ball a little bit sooner as he sees the soft coverage from, from uh, Schobert. But I like how he leads him outside, which is good because Schobert has inside leverage. Yep. Um, but it's a great freaking snag. That's a snag, man. Um, he's not putting his arms out too soon. He's, he's, uh, he's flashing his hands out the very last second, which is what you want to do. Um, and just great catch from, from, uh, curse.
1: Yeah, no, that was a great catch. Definitely. And that's how you, I mean, really, that's how you want to try to catch all balls, you know, yeah, you want to snatch it out. it out. Yeah. Snatch it out of the air with your hands, <clears throat> you know, bring it in, secure it. And, uh, you can get yards. So be it. If not, you know, just, you know, absorb the tackle and, and live the fight another day. But yeah, it was definitely a great catch, though.
0: I know that uh, I know Carlos Hodd actually had that problem. I know he's not a receiver, but he had that problem of basically just as soon as the ball was coming, he started putting his arms out, and then you lose speed and right. you're not able to track the ball. So, like you said, you want to you want to you want to you flash your hands out, or you know basically just snatch it. It looks like the last second, but a lot of people do that on purpose. Um, moving on, um, I think uh, I have, do I have a play from I think I have a play from Tomlinson. I, th- I think Tomlinson played really well. There were some plays this game, and I think this is the play I'm going to bring up that he blocked Miles Garrett. One on one, which he didn't steamroll him, he didn't pancake mm. him, but the fact that he can even get in the get in the way of um, a guy like Miles Garrett, who, like I said, is a savage, um, was fantastic. And uh, what the hell? What did I? Uh... Oh, okay. I don't know why the hell I I did not label this right. But regardless, erase this from memory. That did not just happened. But Tomlinson played well this game, blocked well. I'll try mm-hmm. to find the other player uh, right now. But what do you think about you know? I guess Tomlinson. If you if you did see him at all, no, he held up better than I thought. Tell to you, to you the truth. Um, uh, but, I mean, he did so. Uh, uh,
1: obviously, he, he looks like he he did a little work during the week, and
0: yeah, and, uh, he was
1: he looked like he was always in good blocking position. And, and like you said, blocking Miles Garrett is you know that's that's definitely a challenge. And he, he held up his end of the bargain. Well,
0: people like so, get on. They'll get on him. they like, oh my god, he got beat by Robert Quinn. No shit, he's gonna like, get beat yeah, by like, Robert Quinn, serious, but- Right, there are <laughs> plays where he he blocked Robert Quinn. He blocked Miles Garrett. I lost the play. I don't know where it is, but he he played he played well. He's a he's a good. I think he's one of the best blocking tight ends in the league. You can't expect him to be a freaking left tackle. That's not his game. But he's I, I right. like him. Um, moving on from the good from the offense. Before we get the little from the good from the defense. Anything else you want to uh, talk about with the offense or?
1: Nah, I just want to see him improve. Uh, definitely, definitely got to improve from this game. Got to have a you know the game's got to be more vertical and not not as much horizontal. Like. And we said this last week. Got to take more shots down the field, like you have to. You yeah. know, even if it's just to open up the defense a little bit. Just put something uh, on film. Yeah, exactly. Just put it on film. But like, okay, yeah, they'll they'll throw the ball downfield, so they have to be ready for it, and then have a counter off of that. You know, if you don't mm-hmm. throw it. So, still waiting to see that.
0: Yeah, another guy. <laughs> you know, the, 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 yeah, well, we'll see. It might be like week eight before we see that. Um, Henry Anderson, four tackles, half a sack, one quarterback hit. I have a couple plays from from him here, and this i yeah i remember okay so this was a yeah, et stunt um still haven't seen that coffee house but uh, i it's actually just good actually it's actually kind of better it's just good execution from um leonard williams but i like the uh fight and drive right here from uh anderson to, to get in it wasn't a fantastic play but a right. uh, good execution right 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 there from i think both yeah fans.
1: and most of the times those plays aren't going to be especially when you you know, unless the stun is just clean and the guy just, you know, and it's yeah. executed perfectly, you know, against the right you know, against the right the right mm-hmm. protection. But um, you know, most of the players are gonna like that. They're not gonna be flashy, but they get the job done.
0: Yeah, you got another one. Oh, this is this was his best play. This is this is my favorite play of, of Anderson. Um I have one more hustle play from him. But this is good awareness. And you know, the um him as the three tech and the uh backside or actually the Avery Williamson, it kinda looks like they're just slanting to the right here. Um, it looks like uh, Williamson and, and Lee were basically switching responsibilities and kind of like a, like a twist from the linebackers. And I like – and this was not Henry Anderson's assignment, at least in my opinion. I think he sees that the running back's about to leak out right here and the offensive lineman leaking out on this like slip screen. Right. And, he, and, he, and he just – that's a great awareness. And he, play, oh, yeah. he, he doesn't break up the play. But if he's not there to make this play – that could be oh, a it's the side could line, Yeah, him. That's that's a big chunk play though. And that's just a good job of him doing
1: his, you know, doing his rush, feeling the offensive linemen, feeling what they're doing. And and, and defensive linemen I talked to, you know, there's certain things that offensive linemen do when they're running screens, regardless of what kind it is. Yeah. Where they, they, you know, they alert you and you trigger to start looking for the for the running back or whoever it is that may be running the screen. So no, that's a good job of mm-hmm. of you know, reading his keys, you know, being around being around the spot. You know, finding the running back and, and making the tackle. Because, yeah, that was definitely a big chunk play. That's at least 30 yards. Yeah, if not, you know, yeah, if not like, a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then another one from uh, Henry Anderson here. And this is just – this is basically just effort here. This is – I like effort players. I like them. And just another – it's an arm over. That's where you see that length and that height where you're just able to make kids like, – look make, uh, make offensive linemen look like they're freaking five foot. Um, and, you know, what is it called? Uh you know, Njoku comes in to help block uh, him with a center, and he just fights, fights through it, fights through it, fights through it, gets his hands on, um, drops to his knees, but still fighting for the block, wraps him up mm-hmm. around the ankles, and he makes a tackle. So I, I, I like that play. I like seeing effort, and he's an effort player, and I like that he's on this team, especially the Jets got this guy for a seventh-round pick. So.
1: Oh, yeah, and you like him from the start. You just throw him over, so he gains yeah. position. And fights his way well in and make the tackle. Yeah, I mean, this is mm-hmm. you know executing you know his technique from the beginning, and then just having the effort, you know, and and, and the you know the aggressiveness to come in and make the play. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm like you. I always love see that. I mean, you like the great players and the, you know the guys that have talent, but yeah, when you, you see guys that are just playing technically sound and, and just giving you know and hustling to the play and, and giving the effort, you know, you always like seeing that.
0: And then we have Jamal Adams. I put him out as good for the defense as well. Uh, he's just—he's an—he—he's he, literally the best outside linebacker the Jets have right now, and it's not even close. Yeah. yeah. And again, it's just—it's just effort, the athleticism. Um, it's like he always has like great technique. Like he's hopping in the air right here, he has no contact with the ground. He could have t- potentially got blown up, but nice, nice little like arm over clears himself, and then runs down Tyrod, and he gets the quarterback hit, pressures him, and he throws that out of bounds. So, uh, um, yeah, good, good, another good play from from Jamal Adams right there. I'm Trying to run through it a little bit quick because it is. 10 30. So, uh, what'd you think about Adams this game? I'm going to bring up a couple more plays from him as well. I thought
1: he, I mean, I thought he had average game. I
0: thought yeah. on certain plays he was too aggressive or
1: especially in some of the zones they started running, you know, in the second half, you know, he was out of position and you know, he's got to get better at, at doing it. These kind of things we know he can do. We know he can play up close to the line. Yeah. Get the box, you know, Play the run or miss a quarter of that. But now, to be a complete safety, you have got to be able to cover. You know, you got to be good out in space. So that's, you know, that's the thing that I see for him that he needs to work on.
0: That's his biggest problem last year. He's great in the run game. I think he got a little better, like with the ankle tackles this year. Um, he's done a little bit better at that. But his aggressiveness, where he, he he jumps out of his zones too quickly uh, with misdirection type things, or when the play starts to break down, he he gets a little bit undisciplined. But that was a nice play right there on a flea flicker um, to chase down, you know, Tyrod and make Tyrod uh, pressured and then throw the ball out. Uh, one more play from Adams. Then I have a couple more plays from Lee. I want to get your opinion on them. We'll move on. Um, and this was, I I'll label this as a green dog. So uh, he's right here um, as the weak side, basically outside linebacker. And it looks like, yeah, it looks like. He, well, actually, yeah, it looks like he's on green dog on that on that tight end. It looks like the tight end's is responsibility because uh, it looks like Williamson has that running back, which he does. Yeah. Um, and Adams, you know, realizes that the – the uh, tight end stays in the block, and that's just that chase down again that he has lays another you know hit on uh you know Tyrod making him yeah it's Tyrod right yeah Ty no no Baker not a Baker yeah. um so yeah he chased him down makes him throw out of bounds so another nice I, I like that play but I agree with you I think he had an average game but an average game from Joel Adams he's still going to show up on film um in a few good ways
1: right yeah so he just you know he just needs to work on his coverage a little bit more you know with his, you know in zone and 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 improve on that, but like like I said, he this yeah. we know he can do. You know, he's great at that, uh, you know, to, but to be complete and so they can do, you know, really so they can do more things with him, you know, be able to, you know, play out in space and, and uh, give some different looks when you're in zone, you know, and improve on your drops.
0: Yeah, Um. moving on from him, McClendon, three tackles, half a sack, pass deflection, quarterback hit. I think he's like a, you've heard me say, really underrated, Um. In, you know, interior defensive lineman in this league. Uh, this was probably my favorite play from from Lee on uh, another counter. And Lee usually cowers down on this on this type of play when he has a you know number seventy five here, the pulling left guard. i um, getting right into his face, but he gets good hand position. He gets extension, and mm-hmm. listen, he doesn't blow him up, but he he fights through the block and he eventually gets him on the tackle. So I like seeing this from Lee. He he has been improving. Uh, he looks better this year, and, I, and I'm enjoying that. But you have to be. You know, you have to realize that there was a stretch of three, four games last year we looked really good and then fell back down to earth really quickly. So, um, progress from Lee.
1: Yeah, definitely good progress from Lee. And right here, he he's definitely taking on a blocker. Mm-hmm. Great hands, and like you said, he doesn't blow it up. You don't you don't always have to. As long as he has control, which he does, mm-hmm. throws offensive linemen off, you know, and, and gets in, involved in a tackle. So, I'd like to see a lot, a lot more from this. You know, from Lee. You know, physically he has the tools to do it, and. You know, we see him, you know, where there'll be, you know, backs running the end or other offensive linemen, and he's been a little bit soft. But right here, yeah, you know, he, he shows stuff for this here and he shows that he has the ability to do it. So this is what you expect from.
0: Yeah, and it's a good play from a couple different guys too. Um Henry Anderson, this is like uh, Shepard right here. This is like one of those plays where people are like, Oh, he tossed him to the ground, which which he did. If you watch the the um, left tackles, left leg, he actually does like trip over his own guy. So that's why he gets tossed like that. Right. But I like, I like the, just there. You see some of the athleticism, uh, Henry Anderson right here as the, as the three tech, you see him anchored down split between the, the right, uh, guard and right tackle. So I like how he takes on that, um, that double team right there, the combo block right there. He gets in on the play as well. So good play from a couple different jets right there. And like you said, with Lee, you, he has that kind of soft thing to his name too. So you like to see him take on offensive linemen because like I said, there was times last year where he's a little like backpedaling, backpedaling away from guys. Cause he was, uh, he was carrying. So another one. I so who are you putting blame on this one for? Uh Marcus. So I i looks like cover four to me. Um yeah, I would, I would well let me not cover f- uh, uh, hold on, that's weird. Um this is one of those plays I gotta watch 50 times to, to recognize it. But uh cover yeah, I but cover four three underneath zone defenders, I guess? It looks like a looks like cover four. Yeah, it looks like four. But it's just a weird cover for you. It's pretty tight. I don't, I don't like that call then, I guess. But um, Lee is right here in, in, in the hook to flat. I think he just has to match this this two right here. Right. Um, but also, at the same time, I think Middleton has to get a little bit closer right here because in this cover four, he has to match any vertical stem from the two. And mm-hmm. the vertical stem at that point is already, what, um, you know, what, almost like 10, 15 yards. So I think I think Middleton has to get down quicker on this. Right. He has to run with it a little bit more.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, no, I agree with that, and and, and really from both guys. Because I mean, if you look at, I mean, I know the play is going away, but if you look at Jamal Adams, he needs to probably match that, you know. But the the corner in the slot does a good job of rerouting, but it was uh, being thrown, so it's hard to you know talk about the, the guys up top. But Milton needs to he needs to play down on this on this route a little bit more. I mean, and it's actually a decent reroute, you know, to widen the guy a little bit, so he has time to get down there. So he just he just needs to get down on it a little bit quicker.
0: Yeah, so it's like that's not an absurd play I actually was beat again over the middle but Baker Mayfield made just it, it was an absurd throw. I'm not going to I'm not going to put it on uh on Lee, but this play I did label. This is the last one I have uh, from this game. Um I think Lee on this play on the goal line, I think he needs to be a little bit more aggressive here just another it's like a power lead. Um, and when there's a gap that's that big I think instead of engaging number 75 here, I, I would like to see him get a little bit more aggressive and and, and shoot that gap and fill that gap because mm-hmm. he's leaving a big hole right there. Um right. So I I think he unnecessary engagement right there with number 75.
1: Yeah, he didn't have to. Uh he needs to be more under control when he's covered in come around and you know come around through the gap a little bit tighter. Mm-hmm. He comes around a little bit tighter, he, he is higher is higher right in the face. I mean, that's a blow-up shot <laughs> at that point, yeah.
0: Yeah, and you might get trucked over, but at least you're making contact with him before he crosses the goal line, you know, so. Right. Um, you know, but, okay, so that's that's it from the game. In the other news, before we get to the Jaguars game, the Jets um, signed Stewart back to the practice squad IR. I've never even heard of the practice squad IR, but apparently that's the thing now. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of practice squad IR. But practice squad IR? Never yeah. heard of practice squad IR. They're pulling some Patriots-level stuff right now. Um, yeah,
1: I've never heard of that one, yeah.
0: So he's there. Uh, originally, the just-cut uh, Dante Burnett, who is basically you know Sam Dillon's number one receiver at, at USC. I would like to see him called up at some point and see if he has some chemistry with Donald, because obviously that's some chemistry. Well,
1: well yeah, I'm sure he does. I thought that was the reason why they brought him in was because he did have that chemistry with yeah. Donald and he's played with him. So I'm surprised he hasn't gotten more work. Uh and he couldn't I mean he's gotta be better and I'm sorry, he's gotta be better than than prior. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, he, at least he's gonna try to finish his routes. Yeah. So I mean he you know whether he has a you know a huge understanding of the offense or not, he's got to be better at prior at this point.
0: Yeah, and so that's really it. Uh, I would like to see him called up, but they did got they get they get Stewart back to the practice squad at this point. It, it, a third round pick getting cut in his second year—that's ugly. Chad Hansen, fourth round pick getting cut, ugly. Uh, I had, I marked down six penalties, fifty-five yards. We already talked about that. We don't have to talk about it. I put undisciplined question mark. We already covered that as much as we could. Yeah. Now moving on to the Jets game. Yikes. Next Jets game. I mean um the 1 and 2 jets at the 2 and you're you're smiling while i'm saying this cuz i <laughs> I see you all right uh so at the 2 and 1 jaguars who just lost at home 9 to 6 to the division rival titan or uh, titan team so they are getting a piss off ja- uh, jaguars team that yeah. are jaguars team who i'm still praying every single night that Leonard Fournette hamstring is just not feeling great because Leonard Will- I'm, uh, Leonard Fournette coming off of you know a couple week break with a head of steam, wow. Um, yeah.
1: yeah, the problem the problem I see with with this game and really it's on both sides is <laughs> physically, just from a physical standpoint, I don't know if the just can match up with Jacksonville. I'm talking about on both sides of the ball, especially up front. And if you look at Tennessee, like Tennessee's built for that. Like they, you know, they're built similar to what the Jaguars are. You know, they're kind of, you know, they're almost mirror images of each other, you know, with a few players here and there. So that's why that game, you know, was a lot of divisions. Yeah. You know, that's why that game was as tight as, as it was, but I don't know if, you know, I don't know if the, the Jets, especially we're talking about Jacksonville's defensive line with Calais Campbell, you know, and his group, you know, going against the Jets offensive line and, you know, on the flip side of it, uh, I think up front, I think with Henderson and and Leonard Williams, uh, I think up front will be okay. I just know I don't know what happens when Jacksonville's offensive line and their huge tight ends get up on the second level, you know, to the smaller linebackers of the Jets. You know, that's yeah. you know where I kind of foresee the problem being. Um, yeah, so or he, even just you know, that's kind of the matchup. The yeah, is uh whoo. And it might be ugly. Um, yeah, that's that's really – I mean, obviously, <laughs> the Jets can win with speed um, and penetration. I don't know in regards to – you know, and Henderson did a good job of 2 gap in this game. I don't know if he's going to have that success against Jacksonville. I just you – know, that, uh, that's going to be a tough one for him. You know, sure. Leonard Williams, same thing. You know, that's – you know, this game needs to be more one-gap penetration, you know, use your quickness, you know, against, you know, kind of their size and, mm-hmm. and you know, their physical nature to kind of beat them, uh, you know, to cause havoc.
0: Yeah, so just running through the roster, um, you know, quickly. Bortles, has Bortles. Yeah, uh, he, some games, yeah. some, <laughs> he's a game manager. You still do have to watch out for his legs, though. He can run. Yep. Um, but you're hoping you get the bad Bortles because there's weeks where he's like, "Oh, okay, he looks okay." Then there's weeks where it's like, "Oh my god, like he's really bad." So let's let's hope we get the bad Bortles. Um, I guess your thoughts, you know, on him. I'm with you. Just hope we get the bad border, <laughs> Yeah, like seriously.
1: And, and, I mean, you know what? Honestly, and I, and I I like him. I didn't think he – when he got drafted, I, I didn't think he should have gone that high. No. I am mean, saying, you know, he you know fits like the mold and he looks the part and all of that. But I didn't think, you know, even when he was at, at uh, UCF, I just – I didn't think mentally like he was ready mm-hmm. for the next level. And we've seen this take him a couple of years to kind of, you know, get into – you know, get to that level when he's uh, back. You know, I think the more he grows, I think he's going to be good, to tell you the truth. You know, if he continues to be on a maroon and, and cufflin in that system, I think he'll turn out all right. You know, if he listens to him. You know, the, the, that's the thing.
0: He just has to be a game manager with his team he has, yeah. you know. And that's um, fine. But with the team he has around with him now, that's all he
1: needs to be. Like, yeah. dude, put the key in the car and here's the map. Just drive the car. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the, he's the trailer. Stroke, so the detours, yeah. Like this is the way you need to go. Yeah, that's yeah. all you need to do. Yeah.
0: Um <laughs> moving on from him though, you have we talk about Fournette. The dude is he's a top five running back in this league, or, or right around that area. Um to hope he's not obviously I do not hope for injuries, but I hope he's not healthy at the same time. Uh you have Yeldon, who is a decent back when he when uh, Fournette's not in there, but yeah, Fournette's a beast, man. Yeah, four, yeah,
1: Fournette's definitely a top five running running back yeah if he is here he he's probably makes that with a little bit of Yeldon, you know and, and Yeldon's a good runner too now i mean let's yeah. you know I, I you know i know bama. he doesn't he doesn't get the credit that that fournette gets but as an overall back i mean Yeldon's a better overall back just because of his
0: receiving ability yeah wasn't you know, he I, he's a second round pick from bama or is he a third round? i think he's a second round pick from bama second round pick out there. i could be wrong um yeah. But then you have Tommy Bohannon, uh, ex-Jet blocking for them. He's actually a pro bowler last year. He's decent fullback. Yeah, I really look at the receiving options. Austin Safarian Jenkins. If you've been listening to me, like this, well, I don't know about this year, but Jet Nation Radio, if you listen to me there, uh, he's an average tight end. He's just the yeah. definition of average. He's, a, he's okay as a pass catcher. He's right. not that great of a run blocker. He's okay. Um, he yeah, is, I mean,
1: yeah, I mean he, he he's good for what Jacksonville does. I mean, he, yeah, you know he's nothing. He's not over the top or anything like that. He's not, you know, he's nowhere near like Travis Kelsey or somebody like that. You know, he's just, you know, decent blocker, decent catcher, decent route runner.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm trying to see now. Uh, yeah, second round. Okay, he wasn't yeah. second round. Um, you look at the receivers. They got some. They got decent receivers too. Keenan Cole is an up and coming receiver in, this, in the NFL. That catch he made. Was against the Giants? No, the Patriots was just absurd. Oh, yeah. One-handed, um, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Dante Moncrief—he's a guy who I thought was actually pretty good for the Colts. Um, so I liked yeah. him. And then D.D. Westbrook is another one. So they have a solid receiver core. It's nothing flashy, um, but at the same time, it's nothing you could just overlook and say, you know, it's a crap group and they can't worry about them. So
1: no, no, no. I, overall, that's a good group. To tell you yeah. too. they—you know—the all—you know—have good speed all have good hands, you know, they're, you know, probably they're all good runners. I think, I think DeeDee and Cole are probably the two best route runners. I saw and in probably last if I had to label them. Yeah. Um, But I mean, but the group is, I mean, it's it's a good, you know, they're a good solid group. You know, like you said, they're there's not a lot, they're not spectacular, but as a, you know, as a group collectively, you know, that's, you know, it's a good receiving core.
0: Yeah, exactly. If a guy like Albert Wilson can burn us, we can get burned by those guys. So <laughs> uh offensive line. I, I think it's a solid group. There's not a lot of big names. Um why did this uh I guess I loaded there's a. this is not the right depth chart. I guess I um oh, I know they have uh Nor, Norwell. Um yeah, Norwell's yeah, Norwell's there. Hold on. I uh for whatever that's weird. Um let me see. Yeah. All right. Well, I know they have Norwell. I know there's a couple other guys on that, on that uh, offensive line who are who are decent and have been getting some praise from the uh, the Jaguars. So um, it's not a, it's not a bad offensive line that they have, but it's a group who I, they're going to build a block for Fournette. Um, right. And they're nothing, you're not, it's not the Giants. It's not the Seahawks. They're, they're, I would say average, but average is fine when you have a guy like Fournette to, to make and create for himself. So
1: yeah no it's a solid group like you said there's no big names as you mentioned but it's a solid group you know overall and they work well together so yeah they got like Fortnite back there that's all you need
0: oh there we go yes you have you have josh wells left tackle norwell at left guard right. brandon Linder, who i've i've heard some good things about um from mm-hmm. which they like, being be on twitter aj can i've heard about him and then parnell i haven't really heard anything about him but it's you know, I, Unless you're just a psychopath, I don't have time because I have a full-time job. I can't watch every single team. So, I don't, <laughs> offensive lineman, you don't see a lot of sports center highlights about offensive line. But I know if they're basically good, bad, or decent, and I know they're they're decent offensive line. Especially the guy like Norwell, who is a pro, like a perennial pro ball type left guard. He's a little bit older now, but he's still good. Look at freaking guys like uh, – what's his name? Who just uh, – he signed with San Francisco. He's on the uh, the Browns or the, no, the Niners. Why am I blanking? Oh, Staley? Um, Staley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, you, don't, you know, offensive linemen, you're not, you're not a DB. You don't have to make all these cuts and stuff like that. You can see offensive linemen go into their mid-30s, late-30s, and still be pretty solid. So, uh, the offensive line is decent. Now, moving on to the defense, just wow. Uh, yeah. uh, I don't know the – so, I know Jaguars fans, they, they said the only really weakness of this team is if, if you can run on them a little bit, but still, like. A weak is there a real weakness of this defensive line. Marcel Darius, Malik Jackson uh, Jackson, Clayus Campbell, and Nagakwe is like uh,
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know, dude.
0: <laughs> like I'm looking at the names and like, yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know. The only guy I, I can literally other than maybe okay, so you look at the defense overall, Darius, Pro Bowl level guy. Malik Jackson, Pro Bowl level guy, Clayus Campbell, probably one of the best DNs in the league. Nagakwe, one of the best DNs in the league. Miles Jack, really playing into his own really good linebacker right now. Telvin Smith, one of the yeah. fastest linebackers out there, really good player. Uh, Tayshawn uh, Gibson, really good guy. Browns, right? Uh, really yeah. good safety. Um, I'm not going to talk about the corners yet, but the only guys like, I don't really – Leon Jacobs and Barry Church are the only guys who are, aren't pro Bowl level on this defense, which is right. absurd. And
1: they, yeah, and, those, and actually, Barry's playing better in Jacksonville than, than he did in Dallas. Right now, he yeah, he's good. He it's not like he was bad in Dallas, like he's yeah. No, he, no he, he, he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't bad in Dallas, but he he was, um, but he's actually playing, he's playing better now in this system in Jacksonville than he is in Dallas, so yeah, he's, his game is actually going up another level.
0: Yeah, so, and then you look at their corners, uh, Jalen Ramsey, who you can argue one or two or maybe three, but he's up there for sure. Yeah. Um, AJ Boye is really, really good as well. Their backups, you know, DJ Hayden and Tyler Padman. Uh, Hayden was a bust from the Raiders, uh, had some injuries and things like that. They drafted him in 2013. Yeah, that's a draft that Jets got children. Um So the depth of the corners aren't, isn't great, but – You have Ramsey and Boye up top. I think that's the best group in the NFL. Yeah. Um, So, I don't know who's getting open versus these guys. uh, Robbie Anderson did burn Boye Boye a couple times last year. So, I hope to see that again this year and the Jets actually throw the ball down there. But this defense, to me, it's number one in the NFL. You know, Vikings being – I don't know about two anymore. They just got lit up by Josh Allen. Um, But Vikings up there, you know, Bears, uh, Eagles, you know – Rams so they're I, I would say I would say they're number one in the league right now yeah no I'd, I'd have to agree with you on that I mean this.
1: I mean you look at these names and you look at how they've been playing it's really hard to point out yeah like where the weakness is like you really have, you have to try you know look really hard to try to find it because I don't I don't see yeah. a real weakness on this on this if,
0: team. I'm convinced if
1: anything, if anything you may be able to take care take advantage of like the team speed with some, you know, with some play action or something like that. But like otherwise, like this group, you definitely can't try to play this group straight up in any kind of way. You better have – you better you know, your counters, you know, whatever your base was or whatever your counters are, you know, off of those certain plays, your counters probably need to be your initial game plan coming in and your Mm -hmm. base may have to be like the change up because you can't play these guys straight up.
0: Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> so I'm convinced that if I put these guys' film on and put them all just in gray jerseys, so you didn't know who anybody was, and I said this is the this is a Pro Bowl team, you're like, oh yeah, for sure, this is a good Pro Bowl team. It's like it's great, like they, they are that good. It look, it's a Pro Bowl roster, the entire defense. Yeah. Um. So for my keys to the game, to 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 wrap it up, I'll we'll get to the picks, and then you can go over your keys. I, I'll just go through them quickly, mix up the defense versus Bortles replacement zones, and 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 blitz them a little bit. Um, I just put it here. Blitz, but do not play soft zone. You know, obviously if it's third down, you you can uh take deep shots to open up the defense. It's it's been, it's really the same stuff every week. I'm not in the I'm not in the <laughs> um get uh have to get Darnell moving. You just have to be worried about that contain rush because the teams are starting to pick up on it. Don't freaking get penalties versus defense. You put your yourself in t- second and fifteens and third and 15s versus defense, you're 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 screwed. Um, and, uh, what else, what else did I, that I put down here? Um, press of the line of scrimmage, make Bortles beat you stack the box force for net because if you don't, he's going to run all down you do not get, don't, don't give them a ball and in, inside your own territory. And then the final one was pray literally Jim and pray. <laughs> like just, there's, I, I don't know. Seriously? So you, any, put the, you
1: really put pray in your keys to the game.
0: I put pray capitalized pray. I didn't just oh, put yeah. pray,
1: but like, you're serious about it. Pray.
0: Oh no, dude! Listen, man. If, you believe it, if, if, if you're a believer in God or whoever you believe in, pray. Do whatever you got to uh, do because you're gonna need it for this game. Uh, any keys to the game? Anything you want to uh, to talk about before we give final score prediction? Yeah,
1: no, I actually agree with uh, mixing it up against Bortles. Like, to thought see, say
0: pray. <laughs> no, heck, no.
1: Not not so much. Um, not so much man pressures, but you know some zone pressures tell you the truth, um, okay. especially against Bortles. You know, he he seems to struggle against that a little bit. Um, So I would do that, you know, mix in your man, which is what, you know, what the Jets like to play. Um, Definitely got to have Jamal Adams down in the box this week, uh, you know, versus the run game against Jacksonville. But, yeah, throw some zone pressures in, you know, to kind of throw him off, uh, you know, to get him rattled a little bit, try to make some, you know, some decisions. Um, Also, uh, the only thing about that is, is if you're throwing pressures in, you got to hold up on the back end. So that's, that's, that's the other thing. Uh, take some shots, like we've been saying, and mm-hmm. also what I, you know, would personally do, and this is just me being my my coaching hat. If I have the offensive line and have Darnold and the guys that I have offensively against this group, I'm going up tempo. I'm going, whether it be ten yeah. personnel? Yeah. yeah, or eleven personnel? Whatever it is, I'm and we're going up tempo. It's it's damn near going to be no huddle like all game. Yeah, like, I mean, no, seriously. Because now either they're going to they're gonna have a check, you know, or two checks where you know what those checks are going to be. Um, and so now it helps you out because you know where to go with the ball. Now they're going to have to scramble for substitutions because the big boys, even though they can play, they'll get tired after a while. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, keep it up-tempo, uh, run the ball a little bit, mix in, you know, pass, but we'll do it, you know, for more wide-open sets and, and make it more up-tempo. So I actually like that game plan. Uh, against this group, you know, particularly because they play a lot of cover one and cover three. So, going up tempo and going no huddle, things like that against this group, you know, I think you, you, you know, that's probably your best chance. Uh, uh, nerd turnover, turn you know, as well. But <laughs> on the flip side, you got to get a couple turnovers, especially against Bortles. You know, I ought to be to get at least get like one or two, you know, yeah. against this guy. You know, and I hate to say that about about anybody, you know, about, about people, but. Yeah, I'm if I'm playing borders, I'm yeah. I'm counting on at least one for sure, you know, one or two, you know, during this game.
0: Yeah. Uh, and you gotta make sure you always, can't break out of the pocket yeah. and pick up those first downs either. You gotta worry about yeah. that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you gotta watch the scrambling. you know, him scrambling is always an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, don't I know you wanna move Donald uh around a little bit. I wanna move him a little bit, but not too much. And that's why I say go no huddle because you kind of take some of that away a little bit, especially with the up tempo. So now you're running up to the line, you're going to the hole, you're calling the plays, and Jacksonville is kind of scrambling. So now if you get the chance to move them around a little bit, you know, you, you know, you might get a little bit less pressure than you normally would as opposed to just going back to the hole and lining up, calling the play. So I like that. So other than that,
0: that's it, man. Yeah, you, I, I like the no-huddle idea because you want to get them tired. If these guys are, are rested and, you know, they're not not like kind of losing their mind, but like losing their keys and stuff like that, they're going to eat you alive. They're just yeah. – they're, they're too good. You got to get them scrambled a little bit, mix up a lot of things, give them some looks they've never seen from the Jets' film. So this is the game where you throw out like half the playbook and introduce like things you've been practicing this summer but haven't shown the season yet because right. it's going right. to be crazy. But last week we were pretty close. Um, you said 24 to 17. I said 20 to 17, so I was one point off. So we're pretty – we've been pretty oh, yeah. solid with the score predictions I'm honest the freaking Lions game because who expected that. Um. So, what is your score prediction for this game? Ah, uh,
1: you're not gonna <laughs> like this one. This one's probably gonna be like, uh, like twenty-four ten.
0: Okay. All right. No, I, dude, we're we're close. I got twenty to ten. Something like that. I I think the Jets defense. Oh yeah. Is... Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm, yeah, I'm like
1: twenty-four ten. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I think the Jets' <laughs> defense can hold Bortles a little bit because I just I don't like Bortles. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll say 2010. Um, I think it's a loss. Now, if the Jets, even if it's a 20 to 10 game, but if the Jets are competitive and they're, and they're playing well and they score late and it's like 13 10 for a while and they're fighting back and forth, I'm fine with that game. This is a game, and I never want to say I'm fine with losses, but versus Jaguars team, who is a team who it, right now people are probably pricked in Super Bowl. It, it it's Jags, Patriots in the AFC. Right. Uh, so, if they're competitive, I'll, I'll take it, honestly. Uh, a couple of years when the, I want the Jets to make the playoffs and all this stuff, I'll be pissed, but um, I'll take that for, for the Jets team. So, um, yeah, we both pick them to lose. So, last week in the Pick'ems getting into the final segment, man. Um, before this, let's see. So, I picked the Saints. You picked the Saints. The Saints beat the Falcons. We both picked the Broncos. The Broncos lost in uh, Baltimore to the Ravens. Um I picked the Bengals, you picked the Panthers. You have like inside knowledge and crap. You just keep picking them right. Don't, I don't do. I'm just going yeah, to right. I just go with the matchups. All right. Uh <laughs> so you picked the Panthers, the Panthers won. Um we both picked the Texans. They looked like ass versus the Giants. Oh my god, that was horrible. Yeah, Deshaun Watson's not Deshaun Watson of rookie year Deshaun Watson. No, um no. A I picked the Cowboys. You picked the Seahawks. I I do not know why I had faith in Dak Prescott. They, there's like a stat today I saw of like Dak Prescott's stats versus Brock Osweiler stats, and it's like almost identical. I don't think I don't think is a good quarterback at all. I think his legs are good, but other than that, I don't see a lot with him. Um, and then at that point on Monday night, I was like, I need this freaking game because I cannot lose another <laughs> game. And then the Steelers like blowing him out, and there's like Bucks touchdown, Bucks touchdown, Bucks yeah. touchdown, penalty, penalty, penalty. I was like, oh my god, it's gonna happen. Steelers, thank God they pulled it out um, versus the Bucks, and they, you know, obviously they did. So uh, my record now goes to eight and eleven and one, which is miserable. Last year I was shooting for fricking um, double double wins and losses. This year I start off. I'm starting off so cold. Uh, you are twelve seven and one, so I'm four games back right now. I got to start making up some games here. Um, so let's start it off. Yeah, you can go have a- Thursday night game. The you have to make some risky picks. Uh, maybe just some smart picks. I don't like know what I'm doing. One. No, no, nope, not happening. I know I'm not picking the team. You think I'm going to pick on this one. Uh, the Ooh, one, okay. one and one Vikings Thursday night football at the three, no Rams, the Vikings who I didn't even pick them with the spread. I picked them with the money line for whatever reason, being stupid. And they got blown out at home versus the Buffalo bills who people think are the, is the worst team in the NFL. So damn. Um, but I'm picking Rams. Uh who are you picking yeah, this one? That happens.
1: I gotta I gotta go with the Rams just because dude, I mean they play Thursday, short week. They literally left today. Uh, you yeah. know, you get Monday off, so like you have like a walkthrough today the and then you jump on the plane and, and you know, so they're there. They may have another walkthrough tomorrow and then you play on right? And it's and you play on Thursday. Yeah. So that I mean that's no wait today's Wednesday yeah so they got there today they play tomorrow yeah so you ha- literally had a walkthrough mm-hmm. and that's gonna be tough man so I, yeah I gotta go with the Rams now
0: well way. that and they're at home and the Vikings just looked like ass
1: right so. I mean the Vikings will play better it'll be it'll be a, cl- a tighter game than what people think um, yeah I'm not saying like okay now yeah. the Rams aren't gonna yeah make the, yeah I mean, no, it'll be, be, yeah. be a tighter game but I still gotta I gotta go with the Rams on
0: that that's yeah, actually my Super Bowl pick this year was uh, Jaguars Vikings but I, at least I don't know.
1: Time, so only week three.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so we're both picking the Rams. We're both picking the Jaguars. Um, next game, Sunday at one o'clock. This is a good game. Uh, the two and one Bengals visiting the one and two Falcons in, obviously, uh, Atlanta.
1: Yeah, I'm taking Atlanta in that one.
0: Yeah. I got burned already uh, by the Bengals. I'm taking the Falcons because they're at home. This is one of those games, either way, whoever's a home team, I'm taking. So I'm, I'm going to take the Falcons uh, yep. as as well for, for this game. Um, next game. Is the ah, this is like a this is like a lose lose for me uh, Sunday at one o'clock three and zero Dolphins at the one and two Patriots for me as a Jets fan and I know the Patriots have been fantastic since I've been a kid and their fans are super super cocky but at the same time they kind of deserve to be super super cocky even mm. though a lot of them came and named quarterbacks before Tom Brady which I get because you're front runners. Um, but at the same time, the Dolphins are, their fans are so cocky for no reason. Like I get it. They're three and I'll be excited, but after week one, week two, they're talking so much crap. So I got into like a massive fight with Dolphins fans after the Jets game. So I'm picking the Patriots because screw the Dolphins. I hate that fan base more than any fan base in the NFL. Um, I just can't see the, the Patriots losing at home. They looked like crap versus the, uh, the Lions, which I was surprised about, but they need to bounce back and I think they're gonna do it this week.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with you on that one. I'm gonna take the pass in that one too. I, I just can't see them losing three games and losing no. three in a row. I, I just can't see it. I mean And don't, I mean, do there,
0: get, nothing in my mind is like, yeah, can can see that happening. Is is it, it's not this week. They get Edelman back. I think he got a four game P A D next season, week, right? Next week. Next – okay, so – He should you know, get I, I can't see them losing at home.
1: Plus, uh, I think Josh Gordon's coming in this week too, so that'll, that'll probably help him out as well.
0: Run deep. I'll throw it to you, yeah. Uh, so, next game, we picked all the same. The We're going to pick the same for this one, I think, too. Sunday at 4 o'clock, the Brown – the 1-1-1 Browns at these 0-3 and Raiders. I don't know why I picked this one, but I guess like Browns on the road, can they continue the momentum? Raiders 0-3, are they really that bad? Um Hint they are. Um, but who are you picking for this game? I'm taking the Browns, man. I mean Baker get a get his,
1: you know get a chance to start his first full game, um, and honestly, that Browns defense is like I said, their, their defense is serious. Yeah. Um, and now you throw in Baker, who's you know brought some life to the offense, and they're like you know he they can actually score some points. The Raiders just don't. They just don't have a lot of talent right now. I I don't know. I don't know if Amari Cooper quit. Or what? But I hadn't seen him since what, like week two, uh, yeah. or or what? I guess he showed up last week. I should say, but yeah, they're this for way right too now, inconsistent
0: so. for a number uh, for what top ten pick was he like? Yeah, was he? I think he was seven. I think the Raiders were seven. Is is, is this is third
1: year or second
0: year? This is his fourth year, right? No, nah, he ain't not been that long. No, he he was the same draft as uh as uh Leonard Williams. Was he? Yeah.
1: Right?
0: Yeah. Amari Amar Cooper draft. Yeah, I think I think so. I Robin oh, okay.
1: Today? Well, no. I, well, okay. Well, yeah. Well, shoot. Well, well yeah. But still having – I mean, I just hadn't seen him. And they just – they seem to be struggling a little bit on offense. Derek Carr is having – Yeah, 2015 draft. Out, huh? Yeah, 2015 draft. Yeah. I, was okay, a, yeah. I, was draft. I know he's trying to learn, you know, Gruden's offense and trying to, you know, get the ins and outs of it. But right now they're they're having a hard time. So, I'm going to take the Browns, man.
0: All right. Uh. Last game, I might just have to pick opposite of you here, but depending on what you do, we'll see. Um, I the, go first. Well, I'm already on the. You, oh, you're already right on the sheet. Well, I'm taking the Ravens anyway. All right, all right, cool. Yeah, you see my picks. My picks are down <laughs> yeah. there. I, used I to know your you. picks.
1: Yeah. I'm taking the Ravens anyway. So.
0: All right, so the two and one Ravens at the one one and one Steelers. I'm thinking the Steelers. I don't know still why. So
1: I love the Steelers. I like the Steelers a lot. I like what they're about. I love Mike Tomlin. A lot of people don't like Mike Tomlin. I like Mike Tomlin, to tell you the truth. Um, yeah. But I feel the same way about the Ravens, though. Like, I love I love Harborough. I love what they're – you know, I, I like the talent that they require for sure. Flacco's I like Crabtree, became, you know. Flacco's playing better. Um, you know, the, the wide receiver core is definitely improved. And defensively, they've always kind of been there anyway, you know, for a long time. So, uh, you know, and this is – a. You know, this is
0: a, a division game. It's actually, a, you know, a robbery game. So, oh, big time! Uh, this is bye. probably when I was a kid. I'm gonna say probably this is the best, um, you know, Matt like rivalry I've seen when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh no doubt, yeah. In, a in while, the, the yeah. mid 2000s, no. early 2000s, yeah, all the way until what the like a little bit past 2010 when they were both like still really, really, really good teams. Mm-hmm. Every single game was like like nine to six for the best game you've ever watched. Like, right. <laughs> right. Troy so, Palomalo and James Harrison, all those guys versus Ed Reed and, and uh, fricking Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Yeah. Ho, yeah all Haloti Yeah. Yeah. Man. So they, no, they, no, they're always tough. They're always tough.
1: I mean, I just think they have a little bit more talent, which is hard to say. I think I, they have, and, and it's really in like a couple of spots, really it's on, it's really kind of at the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have a little bit more talent, and uh, Alex, Alex Collins
0: is running the, running the rock well. That offensive line is doing good in Baltimore right now. I like their jerseys. I always love the the schemes and I like the layouts of their jerseys. The Ravens like one of my favorite uh, jerseys. I don't know if it's yeah. like purple, but um, all right. So that's gonna wrap it up. So I pick. We both pick the the Jags. We both pick the Rams. We both pick the Falcons. We both pick the Pats. We both pick the Browns. Sunday night game. Everybody root for me because I need to get more into this game so you can make it interesting versus me and Marcus. So we are Steelers fans. Everybody's listening. Um, <laughs> we appreciate everybody for listening. Like I said, go on the go on iTunes. If you if you listen if you watch on YouTube, go to the iTunes app and subscribe there. It helps us out. Leave a review, five stars in a rating. Um, if you do do that, you write a review. I'm going to put a whole bunch of names into a rant like a randomizer on um, whatever app I can find it for, and then we'll send you you know, something, a signed t-shirt from, from Marcus, a, you know, a turn on the Jets t-shirt or we'll, you know, maybe we'll send you to something else, an event, a game. You never know uh, what can happen, but as soon as we get to 50 reviews, we're going to do that. So please the, uh, leave the reviews. Uh, we'll be back next week with, which might be another ugly show. Um, hopefully it's not, yeah, but uh, yeah, we appreciate you for listening. Marcus, anything uh, to uh, close out? That's it, man. Go Jets. And uh, yeah, hopefully
1: we see a little bit better play. I mean, tough team, but <laughs> Buffalo beat Minnesota. So, hey, anything's possible.
0: This is very true. All right. We appreciate everybody for listening. <laughs> we'll,
1: we'll be back.